serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze after he had the week off last week. And we are ready for Southern Boone County Eagles football here as just a little over 26 minutes away from getting our ball game underway as the Eagles are on the road. This is their last road trip they have to make this season as we travel down the road to Osage Beach as the Indians hosting the Four and three Southern Boone Eagles. Indians also four and three on a season and a much improved from week four on Indians team. It's going to be a battle tonight, uh, whether it's Mother Nature or on the field. They're both going to uh, try to try to wreak havoc a little bit. Well, first of all, welcome to Lake of the Ozarks. So that's right. Anyway, hope they treat us nicely with some warm hospitality here. But yeah, big game tonight. Uh, Osage started out 0-3, but uh, it was a really tough 0-3. I think they started with Moberly, then they had Jeff City and Blair Oaks. And Jeff City and Blair Oaks, that's a hard schedule for any um, 3A school. So a tough start, but hats off to them. They have played very, very well the last four games. We're all four games in a row. Uh, They're playing well. And a really good job to the coaching and the kids for keeping their heads in because heads in the game because – most people, after they start 0-3, even against two bigger schools and uh, and the perennial power that Blair Oaks is, uh, they really did an impressive job the last four weeks. Yeah, they they did, and you know they've uh, we we've talked about it with some other teams that have tough schedules, but they they fought through it, and then uh, now on a four-game uh, winning streak as they beat Eldon, California, Hallsville, and Boonville last week, so. They've kind of uh, shaken up the district seedings and standings currently just a little bit. So hopefully it's going to uh, really be a, a case of Southern Boone holding their own destiny of sorts 
where the best thing they could do for the district standings is get a win tonight. Yeah, get a win tonight. That certainly, I think, that should lock them into a, at least a home game in the first round of the district playoffs. Uh, it looks like first and second place is going to be not doable. Looking at the schedule, unless we get some really big help in Boonville all of a sudden decides to lose two in a row. But um, still, it's I'll be, it'll be awful nice to, to get a home game uh, first week of district. So certainly now's a good a good time to uh, to get that in our sights. Absolutely. And do want to uh, tell the listeners I apologize. If you hear some feedback, just bear with us. We're trying to uh, get it resolved. But I honestly think it's from the Marty system right next door to us that uh, I, I don't have any control over that from the other uh, broadcast booth that uh, is right next door, but I think they're giving some feedback on the equipment. So, so far, I've, I've found the right position, like how you got to hold your tongue and everything just right. I found the right position where it sounds like it's minimal now. So I apologize for that, but we'll keep working through that. As We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to have our pregame conversation with head coach for the Southern Boone County Eagles and Mark Ross as We'll have more of our pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Welcome back to our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. Coach Ross, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. Well, last week your squad traveled up the road to Hallsville to take on the Indians in a Tri-County Conference matchup. They dropped the contest by a final of 48-27. to 27. What were your thoughts on the game last week? Yeah, you know, ultimately, you know, not the result that we're looking for. We still feel like that's a game that's definitely winnable. Again, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, I think they came out a little more prepared than we did. And that lies solely on no one but myself. And we've got to continue to get better each and every week and, and learn from last week. And like I said, just continue to improve. We talked about this during our pregame conversation last week, that you really sort of have to throw out the records, uh, throw them out the window. The matchup between the two teams, the the records just don't really give a true indication of how that matchup's going to be. There's so much emotion wrapped up in games like that. Something we talked about as a team was, you know, the team that could uh, take care of the ball, timely situations and those sorts of things was going to end up winning that ball game and kind of felt like some of our turnovers when they happened coming off of some of their scores and those sorts of things really kind of set us back at the wrong time for us. Well, I think the game two was definitely a much better played game than the final score indicated. We definitely felt that way. You know, we were disappointed that it wasn't a closer game on the scoreboard as far as that goes. But again, the times in which some of the things that the game broke down for us were kind of ultimately our demise when it was all said and done. And, you know, we did feel like it was a closer game. And, you know, we made some stops when we needed to. Some of the things offensively, when we kind of stalled out and we had some injuries and those sorts of things, we had to move some guys around, just didn't really work in our favor there. 
Well, we've talked about this several times about the growth of the players. And I think this was another solid growth game. We saw a lot of positive things. We saw a lot of good things that showed that they're making the steps in the right direction. And they're trying to peak towards that as well. Yeah, you know, we're definitely still progressing towards our goals. I'm frustrated from the standpoint of, you know, I'd like to see them materialize much faster than they are. But, you know, realistically, that's just not the case. And generally, it's not, you know, it's not from lack of our kids working their tails off and and doing the things that we're asking them to do. Just kind of the nature of the beast when there's change and those sorts of things. Those things just take a little bit more time than sometimes you like them to. Right. And we saw a lot of those positive things. We did see a few not so good things. But the positive about that is you got them on film for things that you can go back to and look at and break down of what was supposed to happen versus what did happen. Absolutely. You know, and and that's one thing that we talk about, you know, it's only failure if you don't learn and grow from those experiences. So we've definitely talked about some of those situations and and those sorts of things and and areas that we've got to continue to get better at and focus on. And the guys have taken that with stride. You know, they're they're disappointed. Again, it's a rivalry game. and You always want to come out on top of those games. But again, they're working to improve on some of those situations that we're talking about. It was a game, too, from my perspective. Definitely nothing to hang their head on. Definitely proud out of the effort. I mean, they never quit. They never gave up, despite at times being in a little larger hole than everybody would like to be in. That's one thing that you and I have kind of talked about over the course of the season is the resiliency of this group of kids has been absolutely phenomenal. We've been really pleased with that aspect of our kids. We're definitely proud of them. And, and like I said, they're, they're working their tails off. You know, as a coach, that's about all you can ask for. Well, the game got started off with both teams exchanging possessions with a couple of turnover on downs. Then the Indians were able to get on the scoreboard first, but your squad was able to answer right back on the next possession. Yeah, you know, and the guys have done a tremendous job of being able to respond to big scores. Ultimately, you know, it's really limiting some of those big plays that we gave up. But, you know, again, finding ways to respond to some of those things. Well, the next two drives, both teams exchanged possessions, this time due to fumbles. And unfortunately, those things are going to happen. We just got to continue to preach ball security. I think our guys did a nice job of making a stand when they needed to and, and getting the ball out. And we can't return the favor the other way. So got to continue to improve in that area as well. Well, Hallsville was able to punch it in right before the end of the first quarter. That lengthened their lead just a little bit, but you guys were able to answer as well. At that point in the game, that was a critical moment for us to really see that we belonged in that moment, that we could do those things at at any point. So we were really happy with that result. Well, that answer for your squad was a nice-looking 11-play, 90-yard drive. was capped off by a two-yard touchdown run by senior Jacob Bowles. Yeah, you know, I I think the way that Jacob ran the ball Friday night was pretty incredible. Every yard was a hard-fought yard, and he put his head down in a lot of situations and, you know, really took the rain as far as that goes on, on that drive there. Well, the second quarter was very much a back-and-forth chess match as you guys were able to score on that long drive. Hallsville was also able to score one more time as well. Yeah, you know, and again, I think ultimately kind of limiting some of their big plays was pretty critical in, in that second quarter and getting some responses when we needed to. We were able to do that. We just can't wait until they score to have to go down and score ourselves. Well, going into the locker room at halftime, it was a 22-12 to score in favor of Hallsville. What was the conversation with the players in the locker room? At that moment, they were feeling a little down, gave up a score fairly late there in the second quarter, and we weren't able to respond and get a score ourselves. I think it made that game kind of feel like it was a little bit farther out of reach at that moment than it was, and so that was just something we talked about, of coming out and making a stand, and then responding with a score, and 
and you know we were able to do that which was awesome to see that you know they were able to respond after halftime like that kind of talking about some of those little changes that we needed to make so that's something that we always want to see is take that coaching at halftime and put it to play on the field in the second half well, the third and fourth quarter, again, very much a back-and-forth chess match of sorts. But it really just seemed like that whatever you guys did, Hallsville was just able to match it. It kind of makes me think of the uh, whatever you can do, I can do better. Or it's just, just no matter what it was, they seemed to do something to answer that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I think really the, the swinging point there and all that was, you know, us getting that stop, going down and scoring, getting another stop and having an opportunity then at that point to take the lead. And when we didn't, and then it was one play for a touchdown going the other way, it really took kind of the wind out of our sails at that moment and just kind of made that hole just a little bit deeper. Well, starting quarterback, junior Austin Evans, he was 9 of 16 for 133 yards, didn't have any touchdowns and had one interception. And it's the first game that the squad hasn't had at least two touchdown receptions, but still, it was a good, solid performance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's probably on me that we probably need to air it out a little bit more, but I really thought we were doing some really nice things in the run game, and Jacob was running really hard that, you know, that was where we needed to stay, that needed to do a good job of, of limiting the length of time that our defense was on the field, and that was by keeping our offense on the field longer. Ultimately, we had some moments that didn't work out for us, and they kind of set us back there. Well, the team averaged 14.8 yards of catch last week. That's still something to be very pleased with. We're really proud of how hard those guys work to get open. And they do a nice job of understanding what we're trying to do. And I thought Hallsville did some different things to try and take away some of the passing game that some other teams haven't done that we've been able to exploit. And thought they did a really nice job of doing those things in the first half. And we made a few adjustments. We're able to capitalize on some of those opportunities there in the second half. That puts Evans at just over 1,400 yards on the season. He's continuing to have a, a pretty big year as a first-year starter. Yeah, he really is. And, you know, again, his ability to extend plays, ultimately take care of the football. He's trying to throw the ball away, and that was his lone interception the other night. You know, unfortunately, just didn't get out of bounds. I think he just didn't know where he was on the field in that moment. He's been phenomenal at doing those things all season long. And to really see him get out in the run game, he had almost 80 yards rushing and first rushing touchdown of the year. Doing some of the things that we knew he could do with his legs, we thought he was really good at that part of the game on Friday. Well, senior running back Jacob Bowles, he had another good game. Kept off uh, with the uh, century mark rushing for 115 yards. It was on 31 carries. Team overall had 211 yards on the ground. It was uh, a very tough fought, as you said, tough fought yardage, but well pleased with that total. I think that the guys did a nice job up front of, of executing the schemes that we put in place. And again, Jacob did a nice job of getting his head down and, and kind of fighting for some of those extra yards and, and having three touchdowns on the night. You know, he had a tremendous night. We know those are the things that he's capable of every night. We just got to continue to improve and get him the ball as much as we can and let him do his thing. Well, defensively, despite the score, I still think it was a pretty solid game. We saw some guys uh, stepping up and, you know, just continue to do what they do. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of guys step in very late in the week and even step in Friday night during the game, play some critical minutes that haven't necessarily had to play in certain positions. And definitely learning experiences, you know, when it's kind of your first time out doing some of those things and us having to move some other guys around. But I think those are things that the guys have done a nice job of focusing on this week and continue to get better at being able to help us in some of those positions as we prepare for Osage. Well, the defense was able to garner a fumble recovery as well as an interception. So, again, they're showing they've got an act to uh, find the football. 
Yeah, they certainly do. You know, that's one thing we've done a nice job of all season long is being able to find ways to get some takeaways. And again, that's such a critical component in, in winning ball games. So we've got to continue to put an emphasis on doing those things and, you know, executing them on the field. Well, after the dust settled from all the games last week, we did see the Class 3 District 4 rankings change just a little bit. Oberly jumped atop the standings with Mexico in second, Boonville at third. Your Eagle squad was uh, at fourth, followed by Eldon at fifth, and then Fulton at sixth. Not the ideal spot you'd like to be at right now, but certainly not the worst spot either. We knew that last week's game was a pretty critical game as far as setting us up for district standings. And Osage was able to put one on Boonville to knock them down a little bit. So it was a great opportunity for us to be able to put ourselves in a better position. Again, you know, it's just got to be that emphasis of, of focusing on one game at a time and putting ourselves in the best position when postseason does get here. Have you guys started talking at all with the players about how district seedings might play out with the rest of the season? Yeah, you know, that, that really hasn't been something that we've talked much about. You know, the, the kids look at it and pay attention to it and those sorts of things. But again, you know, we've got to focus on one at a time here. We've got two really tough games that finish off the regular season. And I think the, the biggest thing for us is making sure that we're healthy and, and clicking on all cylinders offensively and defensively, put ourselves in a good position with the district that we really feel like we can come out on top of. Well, and that's just it, is even though there's uh, just two games remaining in the season, two weeks left, there's still a lot of things, a lot of football to be played and a lot of things to be finalized. So you don't want to speculate too much, but it's certainly something that, you know, it's uh, the curiosity gets you a little bit. You take a look at it from time to time. Definitely something that you want to keep an eye on and just kind of see how things are going to play out and, you know, potential opponents down the road and those sorts of things. But ultimately, you know, we kind of feel like we've got enough things that we need to work on for ourselves that are pretty critical and kind of positioning ourselves to, to be able to make a long playoff run. Well, tonight your Eagles hit the road for the final time in the regular season as they travel to Osage Beach to play the hosting Indians, who sit at 4-3 and three on the season. Osage started the season off 0-3 with losses to Jefferson City at Moberly and at Blair Oaks before going on a four-game winning tangent with wins over Eldon at California at Hallsville and over Boonville last week. I'm not really sure what changed in week four for the Indians, but they've definitely figured out the winning formula for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're probably as hot of a team as there is, you know, in our conference, let alone anybody that's in our area. They're doing some really nice things, and they've kind of simplified some things down and, and gotten some guys back from injury and those sorts of things. And, you know, they're at a point now where they don't do a whole lot offensively and defensively, but they're extremely good at what they do. And from a preparation standpoint, it, it makes it easier because you can kind of narrow the focus of what you need to focus on for that week. But at the same time, they're doing it so well right Right now and you can see the confidence that they're playing in that it's certainly a tough matchup at this point in the year. Well, this Indians team is a squad that has struggled in the win column over the last several years, uh, having uh, just 500 seasons or a little below that. But they're a program that puts together a tough squad year in and year out despite not having a ton of wins. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that jumps off the screen to us is the physicality of them. They don't have a lot of skill guys that, you know, they get out in open space or anything like that. And they're they're not extremely big from a skill standpoint, but they're extremely physical up front on the O-line. And you got some backs that run really hard. I think Coach is doing a really nice job of, again, getting those guys the ball in the best position for them to succeed. Leading up to the game tonight, how has practice gone this week? 
You know, I really feel like the last two days of practice have been two of our better days in a long time. We've got a lot of different guys playing different positions and having to do some different things that maybe we necessarily want to at times, just from a standpoint of injuries or those sorts of things or having to move different guys around. But we've been really happy with the last couple of days of practice here. and The guys are fired up to head down to Osage, see where things fall. And, you know, it's a week, two that has had uh, a, a few distractions of sorts as Wednesday having the softball game. So I saw the guys, you know, putting in the work, getting a good practice and then going and uh, changing and getting ready, then come over and support the softball squad. So there's certainly some other things that maybe get some attention, but, you know, they, they know their job, they know what they need to do. And it's good to see them, you know, taking what they need to do at each time serious and then uh, moving on to the next thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've been really happy with that this week the health of everybody we've got some injuries right now you know the season pretty grueling season you know as far as that goes but again you know we've been talking about if injuries do occur and those sorts of things it's got to be next man up and we've been really really happy with the effort that some of these guys are putting into again to put themselves in a position to get on the field and and help us any way that they can and we want to take it one game at a time but at the same time you know we also want to make sure that we're putting ourselves in a position to get healthy come districts and those sorts of things so we're going to take as many precautions as we can and probably got some guys that could suit up but you know we kind of feel like the best thing right now is to get some other guys some experience and been really happy with the way that they're preparing to do so well coach ross we appreciate you joining us here on a pregame show any final thoughts before you get out of here yeah we just appreciate all the support and hope to see everybody out tonight Hey, let's go out there and get that W. Sounds great. Thank you. Well, that's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach and Mark Ross. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. been listening to the southern boone county eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for eagles football the show me sports network the excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner exclusive pregame coverage of southern boone county eagles football has been brought to you by avon with michelle carty boone county journal centurion cares eddie goodell society Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network.
This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Hassaway joined by Mike Freeze as we are just a few minutes away from getting our ball game kicked off. As Southern Boone County Eagles on the road, they sit at 4-3 and three on the season, taking on the Osage Indians. We're on the road at Osage. The Indians sitting at 4-3 and three as well tonight, a Tri-County Conference matchup. But most importantly, this has uh, some implications on some district standings and how the uh, remainder of the season could go as despite only two games left in the regular season, there's a whole lot of football and a whole lot of dust to be settled before we know exactly what districts are going to look like. And there's, uh, what, Mike, about 13, 14 different scenarios that we could come up with, probably more than that if we actually sat down and really thought about it. But there are several different things that could happen. But most importantly, I think tonight the takeaway for me is key to the game is Southern Moon has to do what Southern Moon needs to do and control what they can control and get a win tonight. That solves a lot of it. Well, there's definitely a lot of scenarios, but most of those require some sort of crazy freak things to occur. Most likely, there's probably two scenarios, and it all depends on what happens in this game here tonight. And like you said, getting back to the basics, this is a pretty good defensive line that our offensive line has to go go up against. They have an absolute stud lineman in number 58, a guy named Tanner Gardner. Who on, um, who on in film and so forth is proven to be a very dominant, uh, not a big guy, but he plays with a lot of attitude. So our offensive linemen, especially uh, right up the middle, um, you know, starting out with Justin Post at center, he's got to do a good job getting those snaps out. Our guards, Dylan Isles, uh, Young, need to do a good job of getting their pulls, finding the people to block and get there. Uh, it's a pretty aggressive de- defensive line. But if we can play the game that we're capable of, um, I believe we match up very, very well against them on paper. Well, Mr. Gardner, you're talking about he's listed 5'10", 235 pounds, and is a senior. So he is a uh, wrecking ball out there for sure. He uh, just moves very well. He also is the right guard as well for the Indians. So he's one that can move, can get upfield. And if uh, if I remember the uh, notes that I saw about him correctly, he's one that uh, uh, likes to finish the play with the defender on the ground when he is on offense. And on defense, he's looking to uh, make a sack, make a tackle somewhere in the backfield. And uh, that that's, you know, one way or another, he wants to end the play on either side on the uh, on the turf here yeah normally when you talk to coaches about what they see on film you know a lot of times it's about you know someone's quickness how running backs hard to take down or wide receiver but the first player that was mentioned was him and how he just absolutely on defense especially 
He's, he's better on defense than offense, but on defense, he'll just take a player and throw him out of the way, and does a really good job of getting getting down the line and making big plays. So certainly blocking, um, having Taylor out this week is going to be huge. He, as a you know running back slash tight end, has done a very, very good job the, the whole year season of getting two blocks and uh, doing a fine job. So we definitely need uh, someone else to step up in his place. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of stats to his credit this season, but just like you were saying, that's because he spent a lot of the time uh, staying in a block, giving pass protection, trying to lead the uh, charge, lead some blocks for the uh, backs as well. So, you know, that's one of those that uh, doesn't show up on the stat line, but he's been putting in a whole lot of work. Also uh, not suiting up tonight. Uh, another uh, uh, loss is uh, Tiller Mange. He is not seed, see, he is not suited up for the senior as uh, he will not be playing tonight and a couple other injuries, most notably uh, Kellen Ash will not be playing tonight as well, which is a big wide receiving loss there. He comes in averaging 27.3 yards a catch, which is leading the team, and that hurts with uh, 300 yards total, five touchdowns. It's a good one-two punch between uh, Chase Morris and Kellen Ash. But on the positive, and this is something that uh, Coach Ross and myself have talked about, it's next man up. So we don't want to see him not – we don't want to see any of the guys not get to play tonight, but it does open the door to give some of these other guys a chance to show what they can do to show that, uh, you know, they have just as much chance to be out there getting the start as well. As we know, they've been uh, working hard here, getting ready for tonight's game as teeing it up. The uh, kicker is Jason uh, – Colonis, a sophomore, so he is apparently drawn kicking duties here tonight as a high end over end kick will be taken on the far side at the 10 as the return men will go back. I believe that is Bishop returning the kick there. He will not get much yardage as he actually had to go back two or three more yards. So it'll be what right uh, about the 13-yard line or thereabouts. Yeah, great kick by the young man. Um Got it to about we caught it on about the ten yard line up high, and he had to he had to take a step or two back in order to collect the ball, and that just gave the defense or the kicking team a good chance to fill the lane. So nice special teams play there that time by the uh, Indians. So let's see what our offensive line can do here. So the Eagles are going to go right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. However you tuned in, we're glad you're tuned in as they've got an empty side over here with. Stacked up on the far side, trying the double pass. They've got a wide open receiver. He's going to take it at the 40, the 50, as they try to double pass there. That caught by McKee, as that is not something that we've seen this season, but I like it as it goes from the 13-yard line all the way across midfield. They'll spot it at the 43. Yeah, so trickeration, just a quick pass out to the right flat. Uh, it was backwards, so he had a chance to throw it, and the wide receiver is wide open. Good concentration by the receiver in order to uh, catch that ball. Well, twin receivers on either side, and I think we're going to have an encroachment penalty, and it will be as Osage will get called for the penalty as Ashton Carter was trying to shoot through. Bowls over Justin Post, knocks him down. He gets up, says he's just fine, so it'll be a first and five now after the uh, penalty as ball will be now on the 38-yard line clock, rolling just a little more than 30 seconds into this game. Dropping back is Evans. He'll pass it off. It'll be a two-yard loss as getting up is Chase Morris. He could not turn the corner, had double coverage there. He'll lose a couple. Yeah, there's a quick pass out to the flat. Uh, we've had good luck all year getting the ball out quickly to our wideouts who've been able to 
break some tackles and get some big yards after catch. But that time, the Osage Indians did a fabulous job of getting two guys out there quickly, making a good solid tackle. Same formation again with two receivers on either side of the play, one back in the backfield. There's a low snap. Evans will have to uh, tuck it himself, take the corner. He'll be across the 40, and they'll say he picks up uh, maybe a yard on the play, actually maybe two yards on the play. So that looked disastrous, but he did pick up something positive out of it. Yeah, phenomenal job by Evans there. The ball snapped low. He did a good job of getting the ball collected. Realized that he still had a chance, and the fact that he got a yard out of that, that was a pretty amazing uh, outcome there. So it'll bring up a third and six ball on the 39-yard line. As everybody will stop, look over to see if they're going to audible out of the play. As Evans will be in shotgun, Bowles will go from the right side to the left side in his hip pocket. Three receivers up top, one down low. They'll pitch it off to Bowles over here. He's going to be taken down quickly as he was trying to get the corner, had to get two hands on the ball. I think that maybe slowed down his progress just a hair as he didn't want to have a fumble. He had one last week that uh, went back to Hallsville. So trying to get those two hands on and bring up a fourth and five. Yeah, we tried to run an option to the left-hand side. By, we pulled the, the offensive guard from the right side. That was Jonah Wall who pulled from the right to the left. But unfortunately, he could not get out to the the uh, defender in time. So, so good twin, play. Twin receivers either side. Now they're going to throw it. That'll be the first down. His pass completed to Bowles. He comes out from the backfield. However, there is a flag. Over on the 35-yard line on the other side. Nice job of him to get over there. It really uh, kind of just slipped out of there untouched. Yeah, it was, a, it was a wheel route. That's where you run your running back, kind of a loop and run downfield. And a lot of times you, you try to get that a little bit further downfield, but he was wide open on the shallow, and Evans did a good job of seeing him and good job getting the ball to him. But unfortunately, all for naught, what they call a legal man downfield. or something, yeah. So that'll back up. Now it's fourth and ten. Is that'll back him up to the 43-yard line. Clock nearing ten minutes to go here in this opening quarter in this Tri-County Conference matchup. As they will fake the handoff, dropping back is Evans. He's looking for a bowls. He will get it to him. However, he will lose yardage on the little screen pass. The defense sniffs it out. There's loss on the play. It'll be turnover on downs. Yeah, a little different variation of the same sort of thing. Um, trying to get the ball to Bowles in the, down the sideline on the left-hand side. This time it was, it was a screen pass, and the Osage Indians did a really good job of reading that very, very well. I like the decision, though. I like the the uh, something, you know, this this whole first drive is really some plays we haven't seen or some for, we've seen the formations, but what they actually ran out of it, we've not seen it all this season. So it does result in a turnover on downs. It'll be on the 46-yard line for the Indians as they'll have a receiver up top. They'll have a wing down low. They have really it's uh, kind of like a pistol as they'll hand off to the second man through. He's got 10 yards. He's still rumbling as that's Funderburk. Uh, He's still on his feet across the 30 as Jackson Funderburk, the 5'6", 170-pound senior, picks up more than 20 yards there, gashes the defense. Yeah, great name for a running back in high school football, huh? But uh, Osage... Uh, they run, they run, and they run, and they run about 80% plus of the time. They don't throw the ball a lot. Uh, the running backs are nothing special. I mean, you know, they don't have any great speed. They don't have any human joystick abilities, but they run the ball hard. They get positive yardage. They do just what you saw right there. So good job blocking by the offensive line. Made a nice big hole. So they'll split a uh, cup, move a couple players to the far side as 
Vaughn will give it off to Thunderbird as he is trying to juke his way to the far side. He'll pick up about five yards. It is a very interesting combination of uh, the, the two backs they have back there with Hood and Thunderbird as 5'11", uh, 195-pound, 5'6", 170-pound. Just an interesting uh, interesting look for the backfield. Yeah, they're going to hit you hard. They're going to hit the holes hard. The last play there did a good job running out of power on the left-hand side. You know, basically double-team on the on the end um, to get them down. And then just a really nice, pretty good hold, but good job of the defense to fill in. So Vaughn will be in shotgun again. He'll have the two backs behind him as they will give it in the belly of Thunderbird. He's running here to the near side across the 20. He'll try to tiptoe down the sideline, but he'll be out of bounds. He'll pick up seven yards, move the chains. Yeah, just a, another power play, but he took it out, outside pretty quickly once he realized that there was a good goal, uh, big hole there. Um, so definitely going to need to do a better job of getting things filled up there on defense, especially without Teller Mange out there. Um, he's been an absolute solid stud for us at, at linebacker, probably one of our best linebackers, plus with Taylor gone too. So we got two middle linebackers that are getting a lot more playing time for the first time this week, and we need them to step up. So ball on the 18-yard line as the defense looks like they're going to show some pressure as they'll give it off to the new ball carry. He sidesteps trying to work the far side. He'll have decent yardage as carrying at that time. Ball carrier is Aiden Williams, the sophomore. Yeah, the, the play was designed, to, again, power right off the you know uh, tight end, but he did bounce it off out to the outside, escaping a tackle. But a pretty good job of filling in by the linebackers that time. Well, he does pick up. About four yards there as we're under eight minutes to go here in this opening quarter. This drive started at the 46-yard line of the Indians as this will be the upcoming fifth play of the drive as Vaughn will be in shotgun again. He'll get the snap. He'll give it. And coming here on the near side with it is Hood. He'll have short yardage. Yeah, the last couple plays, instead of running the three-man line, um, Eagles are putting down at least four, if not five, Men down in a two-point stance. They're really, really playing the run. They've really got a good eight men in the box. And, again, that's what we're expecting. We're not expecting, I would say, to do much in the passing game. They run the ball, and they run the ball well. Again, 80 85% of the time. So that's what we're seeing so far. Williams checks out. Funderburk checks back in. It's clock at 7-10 left to go here. I'll have a new back in the backfield as well. We'll get that in just a second Is Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll pitch it off as taking it is Hood over the far side, trying to stretch it out as he will be short of the fourth, uh, short of the goal marker, be fourth down. Yeah, just a quick sweep to the left-hand side there at where they had their strength. They had their wing there. Um, Eagles did a really good job of filling the holes there, but he, but again, the running back just split, split the smallest crack they opened and ran the ball really hard. So good job of the defense there. That time they just had a four-man line with two linebackers up on the outside. So still, that's an extra man that we normally have. We usually run a three-man line on defense. Well, big thing there, they made him go side-to-side side instead of north and south on the play. As the defense shows pressure, now they'll back up just a hair, but I still think they're going to bring it, and it will be a timeout called. As Osage calls a timeout with 6.15 left to go here in this opening quarter. Neither team has scored. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. 
most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We go here. A 6.15 left in this opening quarter. Neither team has yet to score. However, it is fourth and two here as they'll give it off to uh, Thunder Burke. He will squirt forward, looks up, picks about four yards there, moves the chains. Yeah, well run play that time. They, they went on a quick, quick count. So basically, didn't give it much of a chance for our defense to get set. So good, good call there by the by the Indians, just run a quick dive right up the middle on a quick count, and we weren't quite ready. So this will bring up a first and goal as Ball spotted on the seven-yard line. Vaughn will be in shotgun again as he pretty much runs most of the time as he will give it off, working here on the near side in there for the seven-yard touchdown run is Jackson Funderburk. Yeah, just powering the ball in between tackles that time. This time they ran off to the right tackle that time, and Again, their offensive line is doing a fabulous job at getting off the ball quickly, staying low, and making nice, some nice big holes for those running backs to hit. So Thunderberg scores. They will come on to try the old-fashioned PAT. 5.47 left to go here in this first period. Kick is down. Kick is up. And kick is good. And Osage takes the quick 7-0 lead here after they drive it downfield as we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Now Southern Boone trails by a score of 7-0 here. 5.47 left in this first quarter as that ball will be teed up and taken by one of the uh, up men about the 17-yard line. Straight up the middle. Nice move as working to the far side. Trying to see who that is. Is that Dapkis? As he will be shoved out inside the five. I believe that was Dapkis with the return there. We'll see who gets up with it. Well, the ball was a little kick, a little short last time, and, and he backed up to get it with his two return guys behind him. Normally, normally, you tell him don't do that, 
That way you don't lose your you know, blockers. But he did a fabulous job of going getting that ball and taking it up. So nice job, young man. I think that's Dapkis. It looks like 23. Yeah, yeah. That, that looked like a Dapkis run in there. Good job, Brady. So Dapkis making his presence known here as Southern Boone will take over, they say, at the two-yard line. So they're two yards away from scoring. Is keeping him himself is Evans. He's going to push forward. He'll be in there for the two-yard touchdown run. What a great, great answer to that uh, long and somewhat monotonous but steady, hard-punching drive that the Indians have been given a quick score. Again, special teams, of what we've talked about before, is always important, and what a big play that was, setting up uh, the two-yard run by the quarterback. Great job there, the offensive line, too, to get off their blocks and push a hole big enough for their quarterback to run through. As Salter will come on to try the PAT. And snap is down, kick is up, kick is blocked. Wow. Uh, there was, what, three, four Osage teams that got through there? They had, that ball had no chance. They were all in the backfield before the ball even left the ground. So got to get that fixed because that uh, those extra points could certainly. So Southern Boone trails by one at 7-6. to six. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Well, Salter has it teed up as five and a half minutes to go here in this first quarter. Southern Boone set up and scored on a two-yard touchdown run. As... They will try an onside kick, and one of the upmen falls on it. That is Ryan King, the 6'3", 205-pound senior. Well covered by time by the Indians. They had, uh, they, they, they had everyone lined up. Uh, you saw Salter normally kicks as a right-handed. He kind yeah, of knew something was up there the way he was coming through. Came so. in on the other side of the play. Didn't, uh, didn't surprise anybody there. But you know what? Football takes funny bounces. So yeah, it does. Osage will set up on their own 47-yard line as Vaughn will be in a shotgun as he will give it to the first man through. That is Williams as Aiden Williams has about five yards there. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get a feel for what the defense is doing. we definitely got extra linemen in there. Uh, that time we had Bowles that was up pretty much standing and blitzing right to the line of scrimmage. So we're certainly putting a lot of pressure right away. So it's certainly a high-risk defense because if they get get the get the right holes blocked, there's really no one in that second tier to uh, make the tackle. So Yeah, you really got one chance there to corral them, and you're right, second wave, they're quite a ways back. So now they're going to pass it here on the near side. They'll do a quick pass off to the receiver. Catching that is Hunter Grabber. 
apt name for a wide receiver. He'll yeah. pick up a couple yards, spring up third and short. And uh, just like the running backs, nothing special speed-wise, but he does have good height. I believe he's 6'2", and he does a really good job of going up and getting the ball. And good job by their offensive line. And to, they basically only had the one uh, receiver on the pass play, which, you know, we got six guys up there, seven guys coming after the ball. But, again, Bowles was lined up again. Blitzing. Vaughn in shotgun. He'll have a receiver down low. Again, they show some pressure. They try a little uh, trickeration there in the backfield, fake it one way, run the other on the counter, and they will have a first down. Chase Morris makes the tackle. Yeah, we're definitely putting some pressure there. Coach Garris, is, you know, again, we got the, the four down linemen. we got the two line, outside linebackers, and he's bringing bowls almost every single play right, and he's showing it. So we got seven guys. They're causing pressure right at the line of scrimmage. So that time they did a good job blocking, and the runner did a good job getting um, outside. That was Funderburk that carried that. As they will snap the ball, give it off to Williams again. He's quickly through the uh, line there, but tripped up. He'll pick up short yardage. Yeah, that time, instead of having the four guys and the and Bowles blitzing, they kept the linebackers back, even kept the outside linebacker on the right side back a little bit. So just had five men on the line that time, and that worked out pretty well for the Eagles that time. So definitely, I definitely like the idea of changing up the defensive fronts a little bit. Um, offensive line, especially at that age, if you can vary that up so they don't get used to blocking the same person the entire time. So they'll have a wing on the far side, receiver here down low, Thunderbird and Williams in the back. As they'll do another quick pass off to Grabber here. He's got five yards. Hurdles a man. He's got 10, 15. Still on his feet. He'll have decent yardage there out near the 20 as he'll pick up close to 20 yards. As an offensive coordinator, if, you're, if your defense is sitting seven guys, quick passes to the, to, the, to the flat is what's there. And, again, number 16 did a fabulous job of getting the ball, getting the field, and he's got a good little hurdler. Wouldn't be surprised if he ran hurdles in track. So nice job. Um, Eagles got to get to the tackle, and they got to make those tackles by themselves on the first on the first try. Yeah, he's listed six one hundred and seventy pound senior. He moves quite well. As Vaughn will be in shotgun again, as they will give it to the far side to Thunderbird. He'll pick up maybe four yards. Tripped up quickly. He's just like a little pinball back there. And honestly, he almost gets lost in the traffic. You just yeah. look. You just look past him. Uh, the running back's not definitely. Not very big. They have a good size offensive line. That time, the you know we had the, had the same front six bring bulls up. And that time we did get through there and got a hand in there. So that time, the 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 aggressive play on defense did make the play and kept it to just a two three yard gain. So that was a nice play there. So we'll bring up a second and seven ball at the eighteen yard line, and Osage going left to right on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center, as they will. Give it to Williams. He's going to be quickly hogtied and taken down as Jennings comes through, gets him by the waist, waits for some help to come along, hold him to just a two-yard gain. Yeah, Jennings was left unblocked that time, and the young man did the perfect job when you're playing that outside, basically a defensive end. you got to make sure that the ball's not going to be coming outside you. He did a good good job coming down the line, making a good tackle, keeping it to just another two- or three-yard gain. So, again, good job. Um, good job of like, the interior line kind of stop things out, forcing the ball out to the outside right to uh, unblock Jennings. The ball on the 15-yard line, clock nearing two to go here in this opening quarter. Southern Boone trails 7-6. to six. Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll get his offense set. 
He will uh, keep it himself, trying to work the end around, trying to stretch it out. He's got the first down, and he will dance into the end zone for a 15-yard touchdown run. Yeah, we haven't mentioned the quarterback too much yet today, but what we do know about him is they don't really call his number a lot, but when they do, he's very effective, just like right there. So basically played almost the entire first quarter without any running plays, designed running plays for the quarterback. A lot of good solid running in between the tackles, so they fake that and get him to keep the ball to the outside, and they did a great job of getting to the pylon. Vaughn takes that in as kick is up, and kick is good. So that makes it a 14-6 lead in favor of Osage as we will take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for round athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Well, kick already underway as it'll be uh, a shorter kick this time, taken out. Short kick, and this time they know better than to kick it to Dapkis, so let's kick it to Jennings yeah. instead. And uh, they did a really good job getting downfield, didn't have much blockers in front of it. He so. still, though, had a decent return there for the situation. It'll set up at the 36-yard line of Southern Boone, so they're trying to punch it in here before the end of this first quarter. Got a minute 49 left. Of course, they don't. They can take that into the second quarter. As I'll have three wide receivers up top, one down low, bowls in the backfield as Evans will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap a little high, dropping back, looking on the crossing route through the hands of Morris as that will go incomplete. Second down. Yeah, Will covered uh, the straight drop back pass. Nothing fancy, nothing, nothing that time. Uh, pretty decent job on the on the offensive line. Now that time, the right side, right tackle, Young, uh, right guard, uh, Jonah Wall. They both double team number 58, and he still got some pretty good penetration there. So that's going to be a great matchup watching Young versus uh, Mr. Gardner of the Osage the entire night. So Again, Gardner's 5'10", 235 pounds. Minute 45 left on the clock here in this first quarter. They'll send Dapkis around as Evans will keep it himself. He will not make the pitch. He'll get maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, basically send the uh, Dapkis in motion there. And looks like he's playing in place of Taylor tonight, possibly, or Ash, one of the two, probably both. And just trying to run the option to the right-hand side, using the option man being Dapkis. And he thought he had a little bit of gap up there, but uh, number 58 did close that hold down pretty quickly. 
So Dapkis, as you said, seeing some varsity minutes here. He's done quite well in the minutes he's got so far. All season long, they'll send him in motion. As dropping back is Evans, the house is going to collapse on him, but he'll get out. He's going to get on a foot race across midfield, the 45, the 40, the 35. He'll be pushed out there as he'll pick up big yardage there after the house collapsed. He felt it coming in and quickly got out of there. I honestly have no idea what that play was supposed to be. Like you said, penetration came from everywhere. But as we know with Evans, he does have the ability um, to escape pressure at that time he did a great job stepping up and when he found the outside he does have the, the speed and the ability to outrun some people so they'll have trip receivers down low one up top as in the backfield and shotgun is Evans he'll keep it himself calls his own number straight up the middle he'll have about four yards there as we're under a minute to go here in this first quarter yeah cult keeper quarterback keeper right at the middle um, spread out the the defense and uh, had a hold there shortly but it, but the Osage did a really good job of closing that hole up. I just got a notification that uh, it is 20 to nothing into the first quarter. Blair Oaks over Hallsville. Hallsville broadcasts on our sister channel, Show Me Sports Network 1, SMSN 1. So it's 20 to nothing in favor of the Falcons. As Evans will drop back, he's going to roll here, has some pressure. Now he's going to have to get rid of it, and he will do so. I think there may be some... There could be some laundry, laundry. out on yeah. the field as yeah. that will come out as he was running for his life. And it's just a, a mental mistake of sorts that he knew he had to get rid of it. Does so, but nobody in the territory as it is where the flag is and where he was taken down. That is about a loss of 13. But what I'm noticing about these, this Osage defensive line is they are quick. They are really quick to give them off the ball quick. So we definitely need to make sure we're varying that snap count out a little bit. And the pressure was just on, on, on all over him. And unfortunately, unlike the previous couple plays ago, he was not able to uh, make anything out of it. So, you know, he definitely was hands, uh, was in the hands, his feet were in the hands of a defensive player. And just he was just trying to get rid of the ball and got to make sure there's someone in the area. So third and 28 now, 19.7 seconds. They'll fake the end around as Evans will take it over here on the near side. He'll make a couple moves. He's across the 40, so he'll pick up uh, 10 plus yards, pick up about 12. So not bad there, but still bring up fourth down. Yeah, it almost looked like that was a called quarterback keeper, but they faked to the jet sweep going left to right first. Um, they faked the ball to Chase Morris going left to right, and then he, he, as soon as he cleared, he took the ball and ran it straight up, and nice 15-yard or so gain. So that will take us to the end of the first quarter. As Southern Boone 6, the Osage Indians 14. We'll take a quick break and be back with the second quarter as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Well, fourth down here for Southern Boone as they're going to go for it. Evans is going to roll here to the near side offensive line, holding their blocks. He'll throw it, and it'll be over the outstretched hands of his receiver. He was looking. It's slow to get up. Was that Jennings on the play? It looks like Jennings. Uh, not a lot of pressure on the deep defense that time. It looked like they only sent uh, four people. Well covered, Very well covered in the defense secondary. Evans did a good job rolling to the right. Again, left-handed quarterback rolling to the right. He did a good job of getting his shoulders turned and feet set. And almost had him, but on defense, uh, the six-foot-one Grabner was, was, had that well covered. And I'm pretty sure Jennings is nowhere near 6-1. Yeah, he is just a hair Five shorter. Than well, that's it. That's a little taller than I thought he was. But for not being a uh, starting receiver, he made a heck of a try at that. As Vaughn will have it, he'll give it off straight up the middle on the dive play. This is Williams, and still the pile being pushed around. As that'll maybe be a two-yard gain. Yeah, back to the bread and butter for Osage. Running in between tackles. This is a smash-mouth football. Double tight end. Well, they got a wing. Nothing special. Just kind of line up and and uh, pound the ball up, to, up into the middle there. Ball be on the 41-yard line. Four. The Indians who lead 14 to 6 here. It's just past 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gaswa here, joined by Mike Freeze, bringing exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the home of Southern Moon County Athletics, the Show Me Sports Network. Get a dive play, Thunderberg. He'll squirt through. He'll have first down. Nice spin move across midfield. Still on his feet, working to the corner at the 30, the 25, the 20. Another spin move down at the 10. I do see some human joystick out there. What a fabulous two spin moves. Especially that first one was so quick. Again, he's, what, what five, six or so? So he's really short, low to yeah, the ground. Yeah, six. And uh, had it pretty well covered there. Um, looks like on that last time we had Manuel, the defensive back, playing more as, as an outside linebacker, um, having Young inside a little bit more. But, again, it's, it's pretty high risk if you get through that first line. And he did, and he put a smooth spin move on the uh, on the linebacker and just took off. Ball at the eight-yard line. It'll be first and goal. Vaughn will get the snap. He'll give it off to Williams straight up the middle. Pyle is pushing. He'll fall forward. He is just shy of the goal line, looks like by inches. Just a tough, tough, hard run straight up on the on the left-hand side. Nothing special. Just a hard dive. and just He's, he's a pretty tough runner. He's got some good good size to him. And he falls forward every time, too. So that'll be a second and goal ball inside the one-yard line. As Williams and Hood will be the two backs in the backfield. Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give it to Williams. He'll be in there, but Yeah, false start. Looks like their right guard was moving. It's a little eager to get off. You know, the, you, know it's, you know it's pretty obvious when literally seconds after the ball is snapped, the flag is out. 
So well, if I can see it from up here. <laughs> hey, they did give us a giant. Day. They printed up a giant roster for us. It's about the size of a poster, which I'm not going to say I, I don't hate the idea. So I love the idea. We, we might be stealing that and taking it back, uh, stealing the idea and taking it back with us to to uh, Ashland. So that'll bring up a second and goal ball at the six-yard line. Vaughn again in shotgun as they'll give it to Williams. He's got the corner stretching it out. He will walk into the end zone from six yards out. Well, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a, uh, kind of a power play off of tackle tight end, but he saw he had a good a good uh, clear space out to the left, and he just outran the defense to the, to the corner pylon. So nice, good job blocking, caving the hole down. Keep creating a hole to the outside and good hard running that we've seen all night so far by the Osage Indians. Yeah, that was a uh, situation of angles right there. He was able to angle the corner and take it in for the touchdown. And snap is down, kick is up, and kick is good. So that extends the lead. It's now 21 to 6. Osage leading. We will take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the employment tab. Well, the Indians march four plays, cover 62 yards. Score with nine and a half to go here in this first half. Extends their lead. A 21 to 6 score. They will tee it up. Kind of see, we see a whole lot of guys up front and then about a 15 yard cushion. Now they'll back up in a little more of a traditional return. Well, it shows that Osage at some point this year has tried to do a quick kick onside kick out of that formation. So they will give a little pooch kick. It's going to take a bounce. It'll go through the hands of Jennings. That's a live ball, and it's going to be a scrum to get to it. We'll see who comes off the pile. It looks like it will still belong to Southern Boone. That well was placed, scary right there. Yeah, well-placed kick right in between the, the second and the third uh, layer of eagles, and the ball just kind of kicked around a little bit, and... The first person to touch it actually was an Osage Indian, so very fortunate that time for the Eagles to cover the ball. So Southern Boone in trailing 21 to 6 here. They have the ball, is at their own 20 yard line, is where they'll start with it. So they'll send a man in motion over here to the near side. A quick pass off to Morris, trying to work a little screen action. He'll be snowed under two, three, four, five, six. Indians pile on, and he'll lose about three yards. Yeah, a quick pass out to the flat that time, and there were three Indians right all over him. So uh, very well-designed defense call that time by the Osage Indians. No opportunity to do anything with three guys all over him. Want to bring up a second and 12. The play loses two yards, second and 12. Evans 
in shotgun, has twin receivers on either side, and they're going left to right. As you're listening to our broadcast here tonight here on the Show Me Sports Network. Bowles will be in the right hip pocket of Evans. He'll get the snap, quick pass off far side, same play as Morris will have it. He'll quickly be up to speed. He'll have 10 yards. He'll pick up 14, 13, move the chains. Just like you said, same play, this time to the left side versus the right, and he just had one person on him, and he did a great job making that player missed and did a really good job getting the field. So that time, uh, the perfect call against the, the, the defensive call. So that'll bring up a new set of downs, unofficially third first down of the game for Southern Boone, six first downs for Osage. Clock rolling under eight and a half to go. Again, same formation, twin receivers either side as they'll hand it off to Bowles. Two hands on the ball. He'll squirt forward for about uh, six yards on the play. Bring up second and manageable. Yeah, counter play where you pull the guard and tackle from the left side to the right. They did a good job getting up in, up in there. Uh, double teamed on number 58, Gardner, by uh, Wall and uh, and uh, Young. Did a good job. Get a nice hole get so the pulling lineman from the other side can get upfield and make a couple good blocks. So they do give him a gain of six yards as that will be no gain on the play. Evans keeps it himself. It'll bring up a third down. Yeah, it's the same play we ran earlier with a little bit of success where we fake to Dapkus on the jet sweep going right to left. And that time, the defensive line for the Indians were not fooled at all. They were there. They were waiting. And they stayed home, did a good job of wrapping up Evans. So third and four bowls will be on the right side of Evans. He'll drop back looking downfield, still looking. He's going to hit his receiver. That is Tristan McKee. He'll move the chains. Nice job there. Had some cushion. I happen to see exactly where he was going and had some turf space and Moves the chains. Yeah, the offensive line did a great job that time. Uh, Osage only sent four linemen to rush the quarterback, and then linemen did a great job of picking that up, giving Evans plenty of time to give McKee a chance to get to the open spot. So nice job by the linemen that time. So new set of downs here, ball on the 47-yard line as they'll give it off to uh, Bowles. Nice move to uh, shed some tacklers, still going as he'll be tripped up. That's probably the best run we've seen so far tonight. He's going to pick up seven yards. Yeah, it's the same play we saw a couple of plays ago where we pulled the left left side, the left to guard, left tackle from left to left to right, and it did a good job of getting up getting up into the hole and making some uh, good blocks on the linebackers. That gave a really nice hole for Bowles to run through. So second and three here for the Eagles. So they trail again, twenty-one to six, six seventeen left here in this first half. As they'll give a delayed handoff that time, that goes to Bowles, and he's quickly swarmed under as he loses maybe a yard, a yard and a quarter. Yeah, it's one of those dittos play. And the time before, you had uh, Aiden Boyce and Owen Fulg that had a chance to get pulled up and into the hole. This time when they pulled, there was too much penetration already, and they couldn't get anywhere, and that just clogged things up. So try to run the same play again. For, to the, for the second time, and that time the Osage Indians did a good job with their line penetration to cause that loss. 5.40 and counting left. Three receivers up top, one down low. Evans in shotgun. He'll get the shotgun snap dropping back. He'll roll to the far side looking, looking, and he will throw it. It's knocked out of the hands of the intended receiver. That was for McKee. Nice job defended there by the Indians who break up the pass. Yeah, next nice job by just number 43, I think, but I don't see him on the roster. So um, 
yeah, very well covered. He was on his hip pocket, and uh, basically came around with his left hand, knocked the ball around. A little bit of pressure toward the end that made Evans throw the ball a little bit quicker, but still, he had a good amount of time. So this will bring up a fourth and five now. Evans will drop back. Looks like they're going to go for it. They tried the screen pass. Bowles has it. Trying to push his way to see if he can get the first down or they'll shove him out of bounds. It was a matter of will. We'll see who wins that. Yes, that short, shallow wheel route we saw again. It almost looks like a screen, but he's running more of a wheel route along the sideline. Usually a screen pass, you're bringing that person back in further. So nice job. I think he's going to get this. Yeah, he he caught that and was trying to push his way forward. Had a defender there who had him wrapped up. The defender was trying to push him here to the near side to get him out of bounds. Bowles was trying to work his way upfield to move the chains. So we'll see what they will happen here, what they will say as they're going to bring out the chains and measure it. Yeah, Bowles rarely falls backwards. He usually falls forward. First That'll be down. a first down. So Bowles rewarded there. He knew the situation. That's something that we've talked about is uh, football IQ. He knew exactly what he needed to do there and exactly where he needed to get to, and he's rewarded with the first down. So new set of downs for his team. Like I said, good as that wheel route we run twice already. Now it's the second time, and a good good pickup each time. The ball on the 43-yard line. Clock stopped, 5-21 left here in this first half. Again, a 21-6 Osage lead over Southern Boone. But the Eagles are driving here as Evans will drop back again. Looking far side, he's going to air it out for his receiver as he's going to hit McKee at the 10-yard line as he just dropped that right into the basket for him. Yeah, that time the... Uh Indians gave us a gift. They only only rushed three guys. They didn't put much pressure on. He had plenty of time. Osage doesn't play a safety most of the time. Just man-to-man, and nice job finding the ball. Well, they're oh. trying to get him off uh, kilter here and run a quick play. His handoff to Dapkis, and that'll be blown up, and he will lose yardage back to the 15-yard line. Yeah, Jackson Thunderbuck, the running back, also plays linebacker, and he shot through that hole. He was unblocked and just totally caused the uh, – we were trying to run that counter to the left where we pull from the right to the left, and that just blew it up. There was no room for anything. So nice nice play call by the Indians coaching staff there. It was a first and goal at the 9. Now it's a second and goal at the 15. Four and a half to go. They'll have an empty backfield now. Trips down low, one up top. They'll send one in motion. As dropping back is oh. the uh, quarterback, Evans. He just threw a pick. As getting it is the big man. He fumbled it, though. As getting it is Chase Morris. <laughs> He'll go the other way. He's as got Morris blocks. has some blocks. He's at oh. the 50. Flags come in everywhere as he is shoved out at the 50. Just across the 50. That was Tanner Gardner who had the interception but then fumbles it on the same play. I'm pretty sure the big man doesn't run many running back drills where he has to keep <laughs> the hand not. on the ball. I'm pretty sure he doesn't do that, but what a crazy play in this world of football we have here. I need the instant replay, too, because that, that's exactly what we've talked about all season, that the team did not give up. They could easily just right. let him score, but somebody came back and poked it out. Well, basically, Eagles are trying to set up the screen pass. Gardner was not fooled. Not a good decision to throw the ball. It was right into his hands. Did a good job of, you know, of evading Evans going on the return. But, again, good job of Eagles 
following following the runner and knocking the ball out. Did a good job by uh, Chase Morris to pick the ball up. I think we got a, a block in the back or legal block or something. Yeah, I think there on was, our version of the, of the return. Yeah, there's penalties on both sides though. I think I think that's what he said. Blow to the head on us and is that a holding call? He pointed both directions. Did I didn't have. So holding, holding call on us. us. Dead ball, personal foul against them. So basically, all right. So when it's all said and done, we get the ball in the forty-nine. Yeah, when it's 40. all said and done, we lost about thirty-five yards in the process, but we get a new <laughs> set of downs. So it's you win some, you lose some. Some you're just happy you keep the ball and got a first down. Were we first and goal on that previous drive there? It was, yes. Wow. So it was first and goal at the nine, and now we have first and ten at the 47-yard line. They're 47. Yeah. All right, so we need our offensive line. we got Aiden Boyce playing left guard, Owen Folk playing left tackle. They're playing spots that they haven't been playing much this year. So Southern Boone will keep the football as Evans looks near side. He's going to hit Dapkus at the 40. Nice move. He'll be tripped up near the 30. So he will move the chains there. Yeah, great job by the uh, offensive line that time. If I'm thinking, I thought I did they have an extra defense offensive lineman in there? No, we had uh, 79 again. Nice job at Owen Folk. He, he stayed in a two-point stance. It looks like he's doing the same thing right now. So this they'll is, load up. This is new for us this year. They'll load up on the far side as they'll give it to Bowles, trying to work his way through traffic. He'll pick up a couple, three yards. Yeah, again, it's a really active Osage defensive line. They're awful hard to block, and they get off their blocks really, really well and uh, kept that to a two-yard gain. And then, as I said, a little odd in the uh, stances. A couple of the offensive line are standing up and just run block out, out of a two-point stance, which is kind of challenging an offensive lineman to do. You know what? Obviously, they're seeing the coaching staff is seeing that what they're doing is not working, so they're making the adjustments and trying to make changes as we go along. So they'll split out on the far side, and he'll get the pass is Bowles. He does a nice move across the 25 before he is taken down after short yardage after he got across. Well, they say he got a better spot. Well, they say he's got a first down. Yeah, I think they're going to give it to him. He got thrown backwards, but... Great play call that time. A couple extra blitzers coming up the middle. Um, Osage hasn't done too much blitzing in the game so far. They haven't had to do a lot because their defensive line is so good. But that time, a couple went through and threw that quick screen pass to the left-hand side, and he did a good job getting back to the middle where those blitzing linebackers are coming from. So that was a nice play call, nice uh, execution by the offense. So this will bring up a new set of downs. Ball on the 22-yard line. He's, I said he got thrown backwards, but his forward progress had the first down. Evans in shotgun. Three receivers up top. One down low as they'll give it to new ball carrier in the yeah, game. Manuel. As that is uh, McCaleb Manuel, the junior, six foot, 175 pound. He'll lose about a half yard on the play. Yeah, the design of that play is we're trying to get run the running back a counter to the left-hand side. So we're pulling right to left, and Gardner was right in front of uh, Young, who pulled to the left, and he just kind of followed the pulling guard or tackle that time and just blew the play up. Looking downfield, throwing to the end zone. It'll be a touchdown as Evans threads the needle to Dapkiss on a 23-yard touchdown pass. 
Yeah, great play call. Um, great job by the offensive line. Did a fine job at blocking everybody. And what we have did see coming into the game was their defensive secretary wasn't anything special. Certainly their defensive line was the strength. So if we could block that defensive line to get some time to quarterback, we should be able to get downfield to get over the secondary, which they did that time. That is how they answer that after giving up the INT. They force the fumble, get it back, and then march downfield, take it 47 yards, and score as they will go for two here. As Evans will be in shock, and everybody will be bunched up. He'll keep it himself, trying to roll to the far side. He'll be uh, taken down there, but flags come in. They get a finger on a Facebook, so face mask we might get a do-over. We'll see what they're going to say. I think that's what I'm thinking it might be. Yeah, so basically we ran the fake to the running back, give the quarterback the option to run or to throw the ball, and they're all over it. So it is a face mask penalty. So they will replay this. Two-point conversion try. We'll see what they'll line up with here. Like I said, that is exactly how you answer the interception by forcing a fumble on the same play to get it back <laughs> and then march downfield and score. So Evans will be in shotgun. They'll send a receiver in motion. Bowles will be in his right hip pocket. He'll fake the handoff. Quick pass to the back of the end zone off the hands of the receiver. Looking for Dapkis again. That falls incomplete. So two-point conversion fails, but Southern Boone does put six points on the board. They still trail 21-12. to 12. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County News Football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Now Southern Boone able to find the end zone. Can't complete the two-point conversion, but they're able to put six points up the board, make it a 21-12 score now. As we said, they were trying to answer back on the touchdown put up by Osage. Interception thrown. Same play, got the fumble from the big man. That's Gardner who intercepted it. Then set him up on a new set of downs 35 yards further down the field from where they started the play and end up punching it in. It's an onside kick as that is going to just trickle out of bounds. Boy, that was just about perfect for Definitely. Southern Boone. Definitely had a chance. The ball just took a little longer to get ten, to get past the 10 yards. Not just that, but McKee there wisely hops over the football and sets up to be a wall to prevent Osage from trying to get that. So didn't work out in their favor, but that is just about exactly how you have to draw yeah. it up. Ball kicked out of bounds, I believe. Is it automatic after re-kick? I well, yeah, that's but they move, for them, us. move them back and let them do it again. That's fortunate. 
even though they didn't get that recovered, that's really, I mean, in watching some of the college and NFL games, that's about better executed than some of these college and professional teams we've seen. Just, just a little bit too much mustard on it. Goes out of bounds. No, Salter prides himself in his kicking abilities and does a great job. There's, I'd be lucky. I, I could get it 10 yards, but it would be nowhere near as and close. The ball's to, not even sitting on the tee correctly, so it's definitely something going on. I'd yeah. be surprised. I don't Looks like it laid over. And he is going to do another onside kick, and Osage will fall on it. Yeah. No trickery there. The ball's laying on its side on the ground. You pretty much know it's going to be an onside kick. You can't do much else with it. So Osage still had quite a few guys back and still coming up before. But uh, that time their return man did a good job of going in to get in the, getting the ball instead of letting the ball come to them. So good field position for them with two minutes left in the game, or first half. So 21-12 as ball on the 44-yard line for Osage. Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll give it off. Thunderbird has it on the near side here. He will pick up just two yards. That closed quickly. Jennings had some closing speed there as he gets over and holds him for just a two-yard gain. That looked like that was going to be a big play. Yeah, Salter did a good job coming up and getting being the second man in the spot and taking it to the ground. So quickly here, they try to run another play. Roll into the far side. They'll throw a pass off. Hit the receiver. That is a new, or that's Hood with it, and he will pick up good yardage, move the chains. He did a nice job. They just were flowing the play that way. Found a lot of room. Yeah, Hood, Hood coming into the game, he was down as being a really good player, fast, good size, but they really haven't gotten in the ball yet. So when they do pass, Osage has looked really good passing, but they just don't throw the ball much. So ball will be on the 22-yard line of Osage as Vaughn will lead his troops here as they break the huddle. They'll split off Grabber here down low. So will have a wing up top, two backs offset, one in the hip pocket, one behind the quarterback, as they'll give it off on the end around. It looked like they fooled about everybody as carrying it is Bradley. However, coming in and tripping him up is Salter. That was a touchdown-saving tackle right there. Yeah, no doubt. Fine job by Salter to shed his block to get up. The, like I said, they ran the counter. They act like they're running to the right. Dropped it off. Ooh, four-man, four wide receivers. Yeah, here. they've got three up top, one down low. Vaughn rolling to the far side. Looking, looking. He has some pressure. He's going to throw to the end zone, and it will be uh, caught by his receiver. Is that Grabber? Yeah, Grabber. That was a well, well. That was a hood. Anyway. Yeah, well-designed play. Uh, plenty of time for him to throw the ball. He could have ran it if he wanted to, but he saw his guys already open in the end zone. And this quarterback, he makes excellent decisions. So that that was the kind of the scouting report said, and he has shown that daily. So pretty good, good-looking passing game for the Osage Indians tonight. So they will come on to try the PAT here. Snap is down, kick is up, and kick is good. So Osage making quick work and getting in. Scored in 59 seconds. So Not we'll take, bad for a team that runs the ball 85% of the time. So we will take a, a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? One minute to go here in this first half as Osage leads 28-12. to Southern Boone will receive the ball here. As it will be an onside kick on their try, and Southern Boone will fall on it. Very fortunate there. The up guy decided at the last second to let the ball go over his head, and boy, we got lucky there. Usually, got to get that ball if you're that first line. It wasn't that far over his head, but good job. Good job by the uh, Eagles there. Was that Jennings that came up to get the ball? It was, yes. Yeah, good job being alert and knowing what needed to be done. So Southern Boone will have 59.1 seconds left here before the halftime mark as ball will start second half for Osage. Is in shotgun will be Evans. He'll drop back looking near side through it over the hands of Dapkiss. Yeah, just a five-man line that time for the Indians. They got a little bit of pressure, but just a quick throw to Dapkiss, and the ball was a little bit high, a little strong, and it went right between his hands. He tried to climb the ladder, tried to high point it, but just could not come down with it. So 55.3 seconds left. Again, clock stops with that incomplete. It's a 28-12 score in favor of Osage. As they will bring pressure to the Indians, looking downfield. And off the hands, but into the hands of McKee. As he will pick it up, he'll be tackled at the 40. He'll pick up 16, 17 yards and move the chains. That just, was off of Dapkiss. Just like you draw it up. Yeah, absolutely. So through the hands of the first guy, right into the hands of the next guy being right there. Good job on McKee. Heads up, knowing where the ball is. Uh, nice. Uh, might be a little bit too much zip on that, but... Uh, Brady's got to get his hands ready to catch that ball, but we'll take that one. Absolutely. Coach Ross comes over and uh, talks to Dapkiss for a second, pats him on the head and says, yep, that's exactly how we drew that up in practice. You ran it to execution. But, again, you know, heads-up play there by McKee to be able to take that off the tip and pick up a chain mover. Well, I definitely think right now with 47 seconds left, this is our strength against their weakness. Their defensive secondary has not shown to be as good as the defensive line. They're only sending four people right now. Our offensive line's doing a fine job of getting those four picked up. So, you know, Owen Folk, Aiden Boyce, uh, Jonah Wall, Justin Post, and uh, Aiden Young on the right-hand side doing a good job of getting those guys picked up. And uh, so there's definitely an opportunity here to get to try to get six back. Well, the ball does go to Osage to start the second half, so this would be a uh, 
big shot in the arm for Southern Boone. You know, that's something that Coach Ross and Mia talked about in the pregame, that, uh, you know, the guys need to figure out that they can respond without having to wait for the other team to score. They can score first, and it's kind of that same thing. So Evans will get the shotgun snap. Looking near side, he'll get it to uh, Bowles. He is making uh, his move to the 30. He'll pick up good yardage there, bring up second and short. Yeah, that time that they sent five. Good job on the pickup. Again, the off the line did a great job. Bowles snuck out to the right flat. Just a five and out and did a good job of getting the ball. And like we said, seen all year, he does a great job of getting upfield. Second and short, twin receivers on either side. They'll throw over there. That'll be to Morris. He's quickly thrown down. He will have the first down near the 25-yard line. But he is quickly hemmed in. Good one-on-one tackle over there. Yeah, button hook to Chase Morris. He ran the ball perfectly. Evans did a fantastic job getting the ball right to it. Did a good job catching it. And then the Osage Indian tackler got him right away. So nice play, first down. And we've still got 19 seconds left with, uh, I think, one more timeout left. So still good chance to get six. Just past 8 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway and Mike Freeze here with you as we're bringing exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We've also been bringing you coverage all season long of Southern Moon County Eagles softball. District play wrapped up. They were... Uh, not able to get the victory on Wednesday night, but still a great season for the softball squad. We will have district action as Centralia and Father Tolton match up tomorrow. We'll have uh, the call of that game. Myself and Ben Schmidt will have the call of that game. But a great season nonetheless for the Southern Boone softball squad. Ended just a little earlier than they'd like it to, but it was a uh, good time calling their season. I enjoyed it and looked forward for many more as uh, also you can find us on Facebook and social media. If you've not done so, be sure and find us on there. We try to post where we're at, what we're doing, what games we're covering, all those good things. So just search for Show Me Sports Network. Also on YouTube, find us there at the same thing. We appreciate all of our listeners. Couldn't do it without you. So new set of downs here, ball on the 26-yard line. They're going to try the uh, – thought they were going to try to throw it again as Morris will have it. He'll be pushed out near the 20. I think he was looking downfield on the uh, double pass. Yeah, he definitely had the option. Not re- you know, just a jet sweep, hand the ball off to Morris, come from left to right. And uh, I believe we've seen Morris stole the ball in the past and uh, for the Eagles, and uh, he, did, he made a good decision to run the ball. He's got good yardage up the right-hand sideline. Did a good job getting out of bounds Absolutely. as well to save that last timeout. Yeah, brings up second and two. As you said, most importantly, he got out of bounds there as the clock stopped, 11.8 seconds left. Two receivers up top, two on the bottom. As Bowles in the left-hand pocket of Evans. What do you think they're going to look for the corner of the end zone here? He'll drop back as he's looking, has some pressure. He'll have to step up. He is going to throw it up, and it'll be caught in the end zone for the touchdown as going up to get that. Is that uh, Jennings? Jennings or Dapkiss? I can't tell. I think it's a five. He needs to turn around here. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time where a little bit of pressure. That was Dapkiss. That was Dapkiss. Yeah, nice job, young man. Hey, I had a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Uh Basically, pressure right up the middle that time. Uh, 78 came in, got his hands up, and Evans kind of faked and went around him to buy some time. Threw the ball to the right side of the end zone, and we had two guys there, and the first guy caught it this time versus the second time off the rebound. So they're going to go for two here as uh, taking it and getting tackled short is the ball carrier trying to take it straight up the middle. It'll be uh, just short. As that will leave 4.2 seconds left on the clock here. It's 
a 28-18 to score as Southern Boone marches it downfield again. They didn't get the two-point conversion, but that is a big-time play there, big-time drive for them going into halftime here. Yeah, great drive. They didn't have much time. I think, what, 59 seconds or a minute left and did a really good job of marching downfield, taking what the defense was going to give them. Offensive line did a good job for, for the most part taking care of their responsibilities. And, uh, you know, if you do that, Evans is, is a good enough quarterback. He's going to make any defensive uh, backfield pay and then just did a good job. And good job by receivers catching the ball, certainly in the end zone. Dap gets got up really high, got the ball at, the, at its absolute top, and did a good job bringing the ball in. Yeah, it took them 50 5.8 seconds to score. We're just that good and know the math. I know the stage before that took 59 seconds to score, so both both teams are showing some uh, explosiveness. And, yeah, explosiveness and showing that we could see an old-fashioned shootout here at any time, which is kind of what we're seeing so far. It's relatively low scoring, but still. So Salter will tee it up. What do you want to bet here? He kicks it deep. No doubt. 4.2 seconds left. He will kick a high, booming end-over-end kick. It'll bounce at the 5. It'll trickle into the end zone. So he gets to stretch out that leg. And Yeah, it would have been tough to get much out of it on that kick with only 4.2 seconds left. So that was a good call to kick it away. But now you give Osage one chance to score. I would double cover Grabner. Yeah, I think uh, you got to play the the prevent prevent oh, defense. Oh, they're going to go for the take a knee. Looks like it does look like they are yeah. set to do that. So up under center is Vaughn, and he will take a knee. So yeah, all right. Well, that is what that's they, one way of doing it. That that is one option. So that will take us to halftime. As your score at halftime. Osage Indians 28, and Southern Boone County Eagles 18. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our halftime show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The -the state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business attention eagles fans here's your chance to help the student athletes of southern boone county by becoming a member of the southern boone booster club your gifts help provide all southern boone county athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford you can join the southern boone booster club this season for as little as 25 dollars. membership is open to everyone interested in joining look them up on facebook by searching southern boone booster club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com let's go eagles At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for round athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! Well, the band performing here at halftime as it's a 28-18 lead in favor of the Osage Indians over Southern Boone. As we'll take a look at our halftime scoring summary here. Well, it got started off by the Osage Indians as they scored on a seven-yard touchdown run by Funderburk. The uh, PAT was good. That gave them the 7 nothing lead. That was with 5.47 left to go in the uh, first quarter. That was a seven-play, 54-yard drive. Then a big return set up Southern Boone at the two-yard line as they went one play for two yards, and it ended in a two-yard touchdown run by Evans. That came with five and a half minutes to go. The uh, PAT was blocked. That made it a 7-6 advantage still in favor of Osage. Then Osage would score on a 15-yard touchdown run by their quarterback in Vaughn. The PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 53-yard drive. That came with 153 left to go in the first quarter. That took the advantage to a 20 to, uh, sorry, a 14-6 lead. That ended our score after the first quarter. 
Then Osage would score again on a six-yard touchdown run by Williams. The PAT was good. That was a four-play, 62-yard drive. That came with nine and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. That gave them the 21-6 advantage. Then Southern Moon would score on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Dapkiss. The two-point conversion was no good. That was a five-play, 47-yard drive. That came with a minute and 59 seconds left in the first half. That made it a 21-12 score still in favor of the Indians. Then Osage would score 59 seconds later on an 18-yard touchdown pass from Vaughn to Grabber. The PAT was good. That was a four-play, 44-yard drive. That came with one minute left in the first half. That was a 28-12 advantage for Osage. Then Southern Boone would march down the field. They would score in 55.8 seconds on the clock. They they would take 55.8 seconds on the clock to score. As they score on a 21-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Dapkis, Two-point conversion was no good. That was a six-play, 57-yard drive that came with 4.2 seconds left before halftime. That took it a 28-18 Osage lead. And then they took a knee on one play after the kickoff goes into the end zone by Salter. They take a knee to take us to halftime as that 10-point margin in favor of Osage at 28-18. Taking a look at some other stats for our game, well, Southern Boone has had one interception, no fumbles. Osage has one fumble and no interceptions. Those both came on the same play. As they intercepted the ball by Gardner, he took it downfield and then got it poked down, and Morris recovered it and took it back the other way. All in all, it just resulted in a 35-yard change of of field position, rather, and uh, still a new set of downs for Southern Boone, which they were able to score on that ensuing drive. That was a 23-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Dapkiss. There were 10 first downs in the first half unofficially for Southern Boone, 7 for Osage. For Southern Boone, they were 1 of 4 on third downs. They were 0 of 4 on fourth downs. Osage was 1 of 5 on third downs and 1 for 1 on fourth down conversions. Each team had three penalties. And for Southern Boone, they've had... uh, their quarterback in Evans was hurried twice and knocked down once, but no sacks on either side for either team. Again, a 28-18 advantage for Osage here as band continuing their routine and performing here at halftime. As we'll take another quick break and be back as Mike is working hard on getting some of the uh, scores from area games. So we'll take a quick break and be back and uh, get you those scores as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrieving 
RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at southern boone school district our educators do more than just teach lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom for students to succeed it takes an entire district-wide team our students need you Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. Now both teams still in the locker room here at halftime. We're treated by an uh, extra uh, special gift. They've got the Indians dance squad out here. I, I'll be honest, I think this is about the first time we've seen a dance squad at halftime, or at least that I remember noticing. I'm always head buried trying to find the scores. <laughs> Nose and to the grindstone. Speaking of scores, there's some things that are out there that could be very helpful to us, things that we mentioned earlier that would we would really need some help, but we got to take care of our own selves here. For example, Moberly is up over Mexico 28-8. to Wow. I was predicting that would be a the other way around, so shows you the expertise that I have. Uh, Boonville, 14 for sales, 13. So, again, another game that wow. we, you know, we're getting some help out there if we can just take care of things here. California is up over Eldon, 35-13. to 13. Kirksville over Fulton, 21 to nothing. Hannibal over Marshall, 47-0. to zero. And no surprise, Blair Oaks Falcons are up 48 to nothing over Hallsville. Rockbridge is beating Hickman 21 to zero. I think that would make Rockbridge the kings of Columbia there. I know they beat Battle. Jeff City Jays are over Battle right now, 34 to 13. The Cavaliers of Capital City are 21 to zero over the Patriots of Truman. So, Patriots and Cavaliers feeling very patriotic. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Helias is up over Sedalia, 28-7. Odessa is up over Chillicothe, 15-7. Harrisburg's got a tough fight with uh, Fayette. They're up 14-12. The South Shelby Cardinals are up 12-7 over Centralia. And Sherwood. No idea where Sherwood, Missouri is. They're beating Russellville, 28-21. Keep in mind, Russellville, 7-0 coming into the this week. And which is they're having a great season for a new uh, young program. And in the big battle just south of here in Camden, Camden Lakers are up 24-14 over the Lebanon Yellow Jackets. Those, those teams are both 7-0. And if you know, they're 20 minutes apart from each other. And pictures I've seen from my friends there, it is standing room only. And the Camden Stadium is a pretty good-sized stadium as well. So hell of a game going on there. But uh, so basically, if the Eagles can make some changes, uh, 
play with a little bit, a little better mentally. They, you know, get back into this game, which they do have a chance. There's some things out there helping us if we can take advantage of that. Absolutely. I know one uh, one score that you didn't have on there because the game was uh, was a forfeit. Father Tolton oh. gets a forfeit win. So in compiling uh, some of the different games and stuff, I I, uh, I have no clue. I couldn't even tell you who they're supposed to play. Where I mean, what team it was. I had to had to Google it, but they. Uh, uh, I in all reality, I don't think that the the uh, squad that they were supposed to play. I don't think they made a, a team this season. As uh, Father Tolton gets the week off, gets a forfeit win. But you know, for those players, they're going to tell you they want to. They'd rather play. They want to play. Oh sure, always rather play than, than take even, the forfeit. Even if they're the under underband team, Absolutely. you always still want to play no matter what. So yeah, so they'll they'll get a thirteen to nothing win on that. Thirteen's the maximum points that uh, Misha gives you for a win. Uh, as far as margin, and uh, I've seen a couple of those on the schedules this week. So uh, there is a program or two that sometimes has to forfeit. Of course, we saw it quite a bit two years ago right. during that first COVID season. So anyway, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I like the passing. I know you like the passing Absolutely. usually more than running. I, I def- like it all, but. I definitely think the passing is uh, what we have is our strength against their weakness. Absolutely. Uh, That's the good thing here, too, is that they're down by 10. That's certainly a a little deeper hole than you'd like to be in at halftime, but it's certainly manageable. You know, I think the thing that that I like is they've made some adjustments. You talked about it. They're they're lining up a little different. We've seen some people in some different spots, which tells me that the coaching staff is identifying some of those things. They're, They're passing it on to the players. They're working on a new scheme, working on a new plan. The players are buying into that. They're making those changes. They're they're getting that done, and uh, you know it's uh, it was a six to fourteen score at the end of the at uh, by the quarters it was a six to fourteen in the first quarter and a twelve to fourteen in the second quarter. So they made those adjustments, and you know they they just need to come out here. They need to get a stop back. For me, that's really going to be uh, a, a mood setting second half um, tempo setting opportunity. Is if they can come out and hold Osage out of the end zone by whatever means necessary and get the ball back, whether it be a turnover, turnover on downs, a punt, whatever it is, I think that would be a huge shot in the arm yeah, to get them going forward. Uh, the, school, the Osage offense has shown to be very, again, nothing special. They run the ball. They run it hard. The offensive lines are really good. The few times they've had to, that they have chosen to throw in the ball, like I said, they had to. When they chose it to, they looked very good. Quarterback makes excellent decisions. The offensive line does a really good job of blocking, and they got a couple of good wide receivers out there with good size at six ones uh, each. So definitely uh, got to get. Definitely want to get this stop. They have shown the ability just to pound the ball, run the ball in between tackles, and just march right downfield. Just a little bit at a time. Again, they're, they're not a they're not a big play team, but they don't need to because they'll just run it right down your throats and say, hey. This is what we're going to do. Absolutely. We're going to take another quick break here and then be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business attention eagles fans here's your chance to help the student athletes of southern boone county by becoming a member of the southern boone booster club your gifts help provide all southern boone county athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford you can join the southern boone booster club this season for as little as 25 dollars. membership is open to everyone interested in joining look them up on facebook by searching southern boone booster club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com let's go eagles at the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Well, both teams finally made their way back onto the field here. And we'll see another three minutes put on the clock for both these two teams. And I think for Southern Boone, this is really a uh, statement right here as they'll kick off and give it to Osage. Of course, I'm assuming based on what the first half was, there's a high likelihood it'll be an onside kick uh, just based on the fact that we only saw one, was it one deep kick, maybe two, maybe the first one was deep, I don't remember, but yeah, the last one maybe was. Maybe two. I think we only saw two kicks that were deep. Two but, at the uh, most. Yeah, definitely. There's something that the coaches at Southern uh, have liked that, that, that they've seen on tape and think they can take advantage of, so it'll be interesting to see what they do to open up the second half and it is one of those uh you know situations that you never know what's going to happen i mean we we saw them just about recover one they had it set up the ball just trickled out of bounds so you know now would be just as good a time as any for them to uh 
to get an onside kick, whether that's what is uh, called up or not, is is uh, yet to be seen. But this first half of the game, you know, really for Southern Boone, they played a pretty decent ball game. They just had a few miscues, and, you know, it, it's part of the, uh, I mean, we hate to think about it, but it's part of the, uh, it's, it's just part of the growing pains that you go through because we know they've got, uh, several key players that are out with injuries. They've got some new guys that are in some different roles based on those injuries and stuff. So they're they're having to learn. They're having to grow, and they maybe haven't seen a ton of time here at the varsity level on Friday night. But you know, so far, I mean, it, it's still a, a a game that I've been very pleased with how they played. Certainly, uh, definitely on defense, missing your starting two middle linebackers, uh, certainly a big, big, big hole to fill. Uh, Bowles, of course, has got a lot of experience. He's very physical. He's done a really good job of stepping in to one of those two positions. Uh, but uh, but Coach Garris has blitzed him quite often, and quite often the blitz is going away from the run. So it does put us in a little bit of risk of not being able to make that tackle just past. Uh, you know, we think about it, you know, what's, you know, the big guy in the middle there, Dylan Rice, we've called his name a lot this season. And honestly, they're doing such a fine job against him. Haven't even called his name yet tonight. Yeah, and he's got a tough order as he's matching up against their uh, center, 5'10", 200-pound senior in Matt Barnes, but also that right guard, 5'10", 235-pound senior Tanner Gardner. You know, he's uh, pretty much a uh, well, well-rounded. I mean, just if you had to look at a textbook of what makes a well-rounded player, it's uh, – at, at a offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, you're going to see his picture in there. However, you will not see his picture as a ball carrier because he has that fumble. But, again, you know, just just giving him a hard time, kicking him while he was down there because, as uh, you were saying, he probably does not spend any time carrying the ball and three-pointing it and having to worry about those things. Yeah, I'm sure his buddies are on there giving him a, a hard time. So, and, uh, But, yeah, that's okay. So Salter will tee it up here. He does have the football placed on the tee. It looks like for Osage, they are going to back out in more of a traditional return, although he's only going to take a two-step approach. So that will be up in the air, and it will be recovered by Osage again. Just about getting an onside kick there, and a late, late flag comes in. I don't know. I'm not sure what that could be. Piling on, you know. A late hit, or because the player had it down. I don't. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I didn't either. But uh, very well executed kick. Yeah. Still missed it there. It was, yeah. It's on Southern Boone. Yeah. Is it a face mask? That's going to be the personal foul, fifteen yards. So they're going to get the ball about the thirty-eight yard, thirty-eight yard line. So wow, not what you wanted to give the Indians on their opening drive. All right, all right, defensive line, guys, step up here. So four-man line we're running. Uh, Kale Nichols want to give the senior a shout-out. He's been playing a lot today. Him and uh, Noah Rice are playing nose guards, nose tackles. So Vaughn will be in shotgun here. He'll get the snap. He'll give it off to Williams. He's quickly stuffed and taken down. He'll lose. A couple of yards on the play. He'll lose three yards on the play. Yeah, the sophomore missile known as Aiden Young just 
got through there untouched and did a great job of wrapping up, taking the man to the line of scrimmage. So nice job by Mr. Young. Again, four-man line uh, most of the, of the season. Eagles been running a three-man line, so they have an extra three-point stance down lineman. They usually bring up their outside linebackers and a two-point stance right next. So basically it's a six-man line against this uh, offense. So they'll give it back to Williams working here on the near side. He'll be slowed up quickly. As nice job of the defense to stack him up there. He does pick up a few yards, but it'll bring him a third down. Yeah, they six-man line, and they bring up Bowles um, as a blitzing linebacker. They show it right away. He's right there on the line scrimmage. He's showing it, so no secret of what we're doing. And uh, good play call there. They ran it to the left-hand side, but Justin Post did a good job of coming up and wrapping up. So the junior center who gets most of his time playing center. Oh, senior. Sorry, sorry, Justin. Senior He's getting a lot of playing time at a linebacker spot. So third and eight, however, they just gave him five yards. It'll be third and manageable now as the defense jumps off sides. So we got Bowles and Justin Post playing the middle linebackers in place of Taylor and uh, Taylor Mange, who is out for injuries, and they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, again, Bowles is blitzing, I'd say, about half the time. And he usually comes up right on the line. So we're, we're trying to put pressure. Their predominant formation is just one wide receiver with two tight ends and a wing. So this will bring up a third and three now. They'll split grabber down low here. Now they'll bring some extra protection here on the near side as they will give it to uh, Funderburk. He's across the uh, 20, the wow. 15, the 10, 5. Touchdown. He will take it in from 31 yards out. Yeah, great job by the Offensive line of the Indians did a good job picking up the six, seven men that are blocking there. And then, again, once he gets through that first line untouched, uh, he's a hell of a strong running back. I believe the Sky Report called him a firecracker, I believe, and you can certainly see how that is. He takes that to the house from 31 yards out. That extends that lead for Osage as they will come on to try. Oh, there's an unsportsmanlike penalty, though, on Osage. So somebody said something or did something there. Who threw the flag? I don't see the flag anywhere. I'm going to take it on the yeah, take it on the kick. Yeah. Boy, that makes you wonder who said the magic word there. I don't think Chris Jones is out there anywhere, is he? You know, we, we'd probably notice notice him if he was out there. He is he's a rather large gentleman. Uh, they will come on to try the PAT. As snap is down, kick is up, and kick is good. So with 10-12 left to go here in this third quarter, it's a 35 to 18 score in favor of Osage. We will take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Well, Southern Boone now will have a little bigger hole to crawl out of as they're down 35-18. Osage will have to back up here due to that personal foul penalty, so at least from the bare minimum... Southern Moon should get decent field position out of this. And I would think they're going to kick the ball away. Now the question is, Dapkus is playing as an up man versus a back. You got Chase Morris back as well as, I always forget, Logan Bishop. I should know that young sophomore's name by now. He's played a lot this year and has played very, very well for a sophomore. So Bishop and Morris will... Be the two back as they will be kicking off from their own 25-yard line is Osage. Can they lead 35-18? They'll have it teed up. They will do a shorter kick as coming up on it will be Morris. He'll take it at his own 35. Squirt through. Nice move. He'll be near midfield before he's taken down. Spun down there. Good return as they'll set up shop 50 yards away from the end zone. Yeah, great return that time. They did kick it away, but they pooched it a little short. And uh, good job by Morris getting some uh, nice extra yards on that. So good field position. Definitely need to see if we can get a score here. The ball will be touching the nose of it at the 50-yard line. Southern Boone will break the huddle here. Bowles will be in the right-hand pocket of Evans. They'll have two receivers on either side of the formation. They'll all stop and look over this way as Southern Moon going left to right on your Show Me Sports Network media center or app. However you're tuning in to listen, glad you're tuned in. As there's going to be a quick pass off to McKee over here, a little screen pass makes one man miss. He'll be uh, tackled by a couple of others on the next wave through, but he does pick up short yardage. Yeah, definitely trying to get the defensive line to slow down a little bit by throwing those quick passes to flat and McKee just like the rest of his uh, wide receiver buddies is, did a good job of getting some yardage after that. He, it was well covered, but he did a good job making the first man miss. So that will bring up a second, and they'll say six here. So got four yards. Dropping back is Evans. He's going to have to roll out of the pocket. Now he'll keep it himself, trying to work the far side. Makes one man miss. He'll be hit hard and ushered out of bounds near the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, that time Osage only sent three after the quarterback on the pass, and uh, as you expect with eight guys back, very well covered. Evans did, made a good decision to run it when he got outside on his left, and uh, good job by Osage to keep that to a minimal gain. So 9.25 on the clock. It is stopped here as he went out of bounds. 35-18 score in favor of Osage. 10 on the play clock. As Evans will be in shotgun, he will get the snap. 
As he's dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to have to roll here to the near side. The pressure will be picked up on second effort. He's going to throw as it'll be batted in the air. Caught the second time by McKee as he's at the 20, the 15, 10, 5, touchdown. He takes it from 46 yards out on a third down play to score. That is the second time we have seen him catch a tipped ball. That one goes for 46 yards. Number 78 did a great job of getting some pressure on Evans that time. They only set four, but he's, he got through there opposite side. He came from our left-hand side. Got some pressure. Evans uh, thought he saw, put the ball where only his guy could get it, but very well covered by the Osage secondary, and the ball popped up, and for the second time tonight, it helps to be in the right place at the right time. It wasn't a place where only his guy could catch it. It was the second guy, though, that caught it as McKee is two for two on tipped balls here tonight. As Salter will come on to try the PAT, the snap is down, the kick is up, and the kick is good as Salter gets the PAT. That makes it back to a 10-point advantage for Osage. At 35 to 25, we'll take another quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moo County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for route athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! Well, Southern Boone able to capitalize on a tip ball as they take it to the house and score. That lead cut down to 10 again at 35-25. See what they want to do here. There's a high sidewinding kick. will drive the return man back to his uh, one-yard line as he'll take it now work it here to the near side. Now cut up the middle. He'll be taken down across the 20 as returning it there. Not a bad job on the return as that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, nice high kick uh, all the way almost to the end zone. Uh, the receiver could have let it go, but no, he did a good job. Well covered. Good play by the Eagles. So let's see what our defensive line can do. It's time for our big guys to... Step up and show things. Let's see our Kale Nichols at 5'11", 290. And, of course, we got uh, Noah Rice at 6'1", 330. We need those two guys to take up three to four guys in the middle there. So ball will be on the 24-yard line of the Indians as Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give it to the second back through. That's Williams. He's going to be tripped up by the shoestring after he picks up 11 yards. Otherwise, I think... That would have been six points on the board. Yeah, that's a quick hitter that time to Thunderbird. He did a good job hitting the hole. Good job by the offensive line. And uh, like I said, nice, good, quick 10 yards. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Just smash mouth football in between the tackles. Ball now on the 35-yard line. As 8.40 in county left here in this third quarter. And the nose of the football on the 35. They'll split a receiver out 
at the top have a wing here down at the bottom of the play. As Vaughn will be in shotgun, they'll show pressure here on the near side as they will give it off to Funderburk. He's tripped up after a short gain. At time, the blitz, the pressure, dialed up rightly on the right side. You know, coming in, we were told 78 was a man out there on the line, and I tell you what, the 78, Ashton Carter, six foot 205, is, he just made a pancake right at the point of attack there, and he's the one that's also been causing some getting some pressure on Evans as well as when we're on offense. On offense. So nice nice play by number 78 of the Osage Indians, the left guard. So Vaughn will be in shotgun. Same formation again. They're going right to left on your broadcast here as they will give it as quarterback keeper rather, and he will be uh, taken down. Looks like that maybe was a busted play. I think they're trying to get the quarterback to the outside, but Aiden Young was all over it. He was staying at the depth of the ball, exactly what you teach a young defensive to play. He did a fine job there. So, again, six-man line, bringing Bulls up to blitz. So we've got basically a seven-man line, just hitting the gaps really hard in the areas. And it's high risk, high reward, but also you do leave yourself some of the exposure for a big game. So I still a time. High game for us. Still a 10-point game, 35-25. It's clock nearing seven minutes to go, four on the play clock as Vaughn will get it snapped. Dropping back, looking to pass it, roll to the far side. He throws it up for Grabber. He will make the catch. Nope, popped out. He did not make the catch as it goes incomplete. So that will bring up a fourth down now. So the defense stiffening up here. Yeah, that time he only sent four, but then Manuel came late. Uh, on a blitz uh, when he realized he had no one to cover, so he came in and got pressure on the quarterback. was a nice thrown ball, well covered by the secondary for the Eagles, and uh, good job on the Eagles on defense there. Got a little bit of pressure, threw the ball up. Good job on the defending of the ball. So it looks like we think that the Indians will punt here. They will do so as Morris will be back to receive the punt. As he's standing, still backing up. Inside his own 35 as he'll kick away from him. It'll bounce on the zero on the 30 and bounce back towards the uh, Indians' way as it'll be downed by the Indians at the 34-yard line. So that is where Southern Boone will take over. First punt we've had today for either team. Yeah, nice 30, 30, 30-35-yard field position change there. We'll take that. If you're Eagles fan, so now we got a good opportunity to get this game close. Let's see what our offensive line can do. They've been playing pretty well tonight, but they need to step up again. Yeah, this Eagles squad could cut this 10-point deficit down to 4-3 or 2. They could score here. Evans in the pocket, dancing around. He's going to throw it up as a wide-open receiver. As that is Bowles, he makes one man miss. He'll be taken down inside the 30. That is a good play right there. Evans had to stay in the pocket, and he makes something happen there as Bowles was wide open. Yeah, another wheel route by the running back there, but this time instead of trying to get him fairly early, it looked like Evans had too much pressure to make that pass, so it actually worked out really well for us. That allowed him a chance to keep on going downfield. So now we have an exotic formation as, uh, well, it's going to work because it's going to draw Osage off. They've got... Three players bunched up top. There's four players bunched down here on the bottom. That only leaves two and the quarterback, or sorry, three and the quarterback uh, on the ball. It's kind of a double swinging gate that there. You got your center, 
with no offensive lineman next to him. You got two offensive linemen split out to each side with another receiver right behind him. So we've seen that once. Yeah, you know, twice and both times we never saw a play yeah, right out of it. <laughs> we haven't. The we, first time was someone called a timeout, I believe. So this will be a traditional formation. Dropping back as Evans looking downfield. He's going to throw it up. There's contact between the receiver and the defender, and the pass was incomplete. Yeah. Just led him too far. I don't yeah, think, I think that it was, was a nice, catchable. I think it was a nice no call there. It's got feet, feet tangled up there. Good job by the offensive line that time. Did a fine job. Owen Folk, uh, Aiden Boyce, Justin Post. Jonah Wall and Aiden Young did a really good job of giving him plenty of time to uh, to make that pass and well covered by on the secondary as well. I see Evans is starting to get some animation in him down there as they're trying to get the play call in. As he is ready to go, we think he is pumped up here as he'll be in shotgun. 6.03 left to go in this third quarter. They'll... Give the handoff to a Bowles, and he has swallowed up quickly. It'll bring up a third down. Yeah, number 78, Ashton Carter did a fine job of getting off his block. Uh, they only sent four, so the Osage is letting their defensive line basically win this game for him, and right now they're playing very, very well on that play. So we'll lose a little yardage on the play. It'll be third and seven. Again, clock rolling under 540 to go here in this third quarter. It is a 35-25 Osage advantage. I'll break the huddle here with five and a half to go as two receivers on either side of the play. Now they'll split bowls out on the far side. Evans dropping back, has some pressure. Looking downfield, has a wide open receiver oh. overthrew him. You said it, wide open. This four-man rush, good job by the offensive line, giving him plenty of time, and that time he just led his receiver a little bit too far, but he was wide open as the defender um, got his feet tangled and, Fell to the ground. He was wide open for by a good five yards. I believe that was James Barnett. Let's see how accurate my eyesight is. That I believe that is Barnett. I know it's not an eight. Bassnet, you mean? Or Bassnet, yes. Yeah, I believe you're right. I wrote I wrote down Barnett, so I apologize. Bassnet was intended for him. Just overthrew him by a hair. So again, fourth down now as they'll go for it. Looking on the near side, Evans will have to roll for it. He will throw it up as coming back on it is Morris tipped up, tipped up again, third time. Uh, he, caught. he caught it on the fourth oh tip. Touchdown for the Eagles. Wow. We have seen some crazy plays. Um, they were trying to get the wheel route to Bowles that time. This time Osage had him very, very well covered. He was running the wheel route to the right side. Four-man defensive line rush. Offensive line did a good job. Evans, again, when he rotates to the right side, he does a really good job as a left-handed quarterback getting his shoulders turned, threw it up there to basically where it's just a jump ball between two guys, and the ball was tipped three times, right? Three times. Three times before our for the good guys finally caught it and land. What a crazy, crazy play. Well, at this point, I don't think Southern Moon has practiced anything except tip drills at practice this last week, Salter comes on. The PAT is up and good as Southern Boone cuts that lead down to three at 35-32. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, Retrieving RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Well, Southern Boone able to take advantage of a triple-tipped ball and score as Salter will kick that deep. It'll take a bounce return. Man will take it at the five. He'll work it up the middle as he will be cut down near the 30-yard line. Southern Boone has scored twice now they've had three passes that have been tipped and caught by their receivers two of them have been in the end zone including that last play where Morris as well as Vaughn fighting over it tipped three times before Morris comes down with it in the corner of the end zone for the touchdown that lead that was 10 points has evaporated down to just three well that should be the play of the week for every TV station in the area absolutely might be the play of the season play of the month at least as Vaughn will be in shotgun he'll give it off to Funderburk oh. had a chance to throw him down in the backfield but squirted through picks up a couple yards yeah we had, we had the pressure called to the correct spot that time uh Aiden Young got up in there a couple yards deep but unfortunately could not wrap the tough running back down and he was able to get uh, four yards instead of a no gain or a loss of yard or two so Definitely had the right call. That's definitely frustrating when you're the coaches. You make the right play call. You had the people, your players in the right spot. So, so this will bring up a second and six under four and a half to go down this third quarter. They'll split one out up top. They'll have a wing down here on the near side. They'll send him in motion. That is Bradley to the far side. Vaughn will take the snap. He'll pitch it off to uh, the uh, ball carrier in Hood trying to work the far side. There is a flag down as he'll pick up four or five yards, but we'll check the flag. I was just going to say they did a great job of getting the, the end sealed. It looks like they might have held on doing that. So there's a quick pitch to the right. What you want to do if you're offense, you're trying to get that defensive end hooked and sealed inside so uh, they can't get to the outside. And as a defensive end, you usually are told don't let anybody outside you. They so definitely hooked him, that's for sure. <laughs> so he gets called for a hold call, so it'll bring up a second and long now. Ball spotted back at the 21-yard line. And it's a 35-32 ball game in favor of Osage. Mm-hmm. 
So, Mr. Manuel, he's playing a lot as an outside linebacker in place for Hayden Ensley, who's hurt this week as well. So I want to give him a shout-out. He's doing a pretty good job. Quarterback keeper here is Vaughn trying to work the far side. Got the corner, had a big block there that took out three or four Eagles as he will get up towards midfield. So he took it about 30 yards there. There was a key block. Well, I don't think it was an actual block. I think our own guy, I think uh, Carter Salter, took out Morris there. And I didn't see him get blocked in there. He's just coming up like a missile trying to get in there and took out his own player. So good job by the quarterback. Like like we said earlier, he doesn't run the ball too much when he called his number, but when he does, he's very efficient and gets good plays. Well, he's 6'3", right 170 pounds. He's got long legs, gazelle-like legs. So that helps him when he's covering three or four yards per stride. He eats up the turf pretty quick-like. It's a new set of downs ball on the Eagles' 47-yard line. They'll stack up on the far side, does Osage. Vaughn in the shotgun. He'll get the snap as they'll give it off, and it is blown up quickly as Williams is going to be taken down. Almost had the ball taken away as quickly in the backfield there were the Eagles. Yeah, nice job by Aiden Young that time. It's the same defense that they've been running most of the night. Six linemen pull up bowls. Coach Garris is, is doing a really good job of – calling the right plays at the right time. It's twice now where we got a defensive line in the backfield, and that time Mr. Young did a good job of wrapping up for a good two, three-yard loss. So nice job by the Eagles. Nice play call by Coach Garris. Yeah, Young just about became the ball carrier there, taking it from Vaughn. So it'll bring up a second and 13. They'll have two receivers up top, one down low. This is a new formation, actually three up there. They'll hand it off on the delayed run to their back in Thunderbird, and he is taken down. For a loss. Nice a job, Noah there. Rice. That finally, he got, he got a chance to get in there. Unfortunately, I think we got a little chippiness on our own guys. I think so, Frustration too. by not uh, having too much success, but good job there. Noah Rice did a good job, and Manuel did a good job as well from his outside linebacker spot, causing the running back to go back inside. Yeah, personal foul. Yep, so that's a mental mistake there for Southern Boone as – it was going to be a third down play, but the penalty will march it forward. Be first down. And it should be a first down. Yeah. Oh. Always the second guy is the one that gets caught, and that's, that's I think, what head coach and Mark Ross is out there talking about. All right. Is I got to play smart. who the offending player was there. Whatever a coach sends in a replacement. Absolutely. And it's not a, hey, you want to go get some time. It's you get in there right now. Yeah. All right. Well, we got Hayden Bilbro, sophomore, six foot two twenty-five in right now at defensive end. Let's see if he can step up. He should be nice and fresh. Watch that ball, young man. On the thirty-six yard line, handed off to Williams. He puts his nose down. He'll pick up a couple, but boy, I don't know how he was able to see where he's running because he was staring down all the way. Yeah. You know, again, Coach Garris is calling. You know that four-man line. Bring those two outside linebackers up because, again, they're doing double tight ends. They're doing nothing special or exotic with three, four wide receivers, so no need to have your outside linebackers out. He most of the time is bringing bowls up one side or the other, usually to the strength of the formation, and uh, just gets seven guys right in there, and they're doing a really good job right now clogging those lanes. And Justin Post that time did a good job scraping into the hole and making a good tackle. So Vaughn will... 
Give it off to Hood as he goes up the middle, cuts outside, now cuts back inside as he will be wrapped up across the 20. He will pick up 15 yards there, move the chains. Yeah, same play, defensive play call that time, but this time uh, good call by the Osage Indians coach to uh, call the right run play. Good job by the offensive line getting the block they need, and that allowed them to get a nice big gain by their good running back who we haven't called his number much. Yeah, Williams, the previous play, or two plays ago, rather, he went out, looked like he was limping just a little bit. Training staff, he went behind uh, all the players over there. Training staff was talking to him, but I think he might be back out there now. As they'll load up on the far side with it, is Vaughn will get the snap. He will give the handoff to the second Uh man through, and he will pick up down to the 15-yard line. Yeah, same play again, but this time... uh... Manuel did a good job of coming in and closing the hole down. Get a good, good job getting low. I've lo- I've liked what I've seen from him this season. He's a really good tackler, a very physical player. Unfortunately, he's had some injuries to deal with early on, but he's looking really good. And we also that play we saw Cale Nichols, who's getting a lot of playing time tonight. He did a good job of coming in from the inside. So good job converging on the hole. So uh, we'll see what happens here. Yeah, that was Hood on the carry, so we have not seen Williams come back in as we're under 30 seconds to go in this third quarter. As Vaughn calling for the snap, he'll get it rolling to the far side, looking for his receiver and grabber. Nice tackle in the open field there to prevent a touchdown. Is that Morris on the tackle? Uh, it looked like Morris looked like... Oh, I can't even see. Anyway, basically that time the Osage finally decided, you know, it's getting a little tight in the real estate here, so let's get the ball out in the flat. And they did a good job, nice quick pass, and an excellent tackle by the Eagles to keep that gain down to basically just a three or so yard gain. Well, that'll take us to the end of the third quarter. It's a 35-32 score in favor of Osage. We'll flip ends of the field. We'll come right back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at southern boone school district our educators do more than just teach lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom for students to succeed it takes an entire district-wide team our students need you Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. We go to the fourth quarter here at Southern Boone. Trails by 3 at 35-32. Now we see an interesting formation as... I believe the, the referees, yeah. The officials bought both teams together here yep. out on the field to say, hey, we got one quarter play left. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it fun. Let's have a good rest of our game. Yeah, you definitely, you rarely see that. Usually. Or deciding to get pizza after the game. That could be. But uh, most likely the referees are trying to take control of the game. There's got to be some chippiness out there going on. And 
and certainly hate to see that. So just play the play the game, play your best, and just let your let your actions speak, not your words. All right. There's probably a lot of chirping going on that we can't hear up here in the press box. Says they'll give it off to Williams. He's across the ten hurdles to the five. He'll be shoved back, but that will be a new set of downs on that third down run. Yeah, good hard run by by the the young man. He is not only is he a good strong runner, he's also got, does have some speed. But he just hit the ball right off tackle on the right hand side. Did a good job following his blockers. Nice hold by their offensive line. First and goal from the six. So that is where the Indians will set up for their new set of downs on the six-yard line. They lead by 35-32 score as we play here in this fourth quarter. Southern Boone did win the third quarter at 14-7, Just how they've cut that lead down to three. Svon in shotgun. He'll bark out the orders. He'll get the snap, give it off to Williams, trying to work the far side. He'll be cut down. Well, still pushing the pile, still pushing. He'll be in there for the six-yard touchdown run. That goes as third, fourth, fifth effort. Not a big hold there that time on the left-hand side, but the the running back just did an excellent job churning his legs, spinning, and we're getting in there. So, uh, again, seeing some good holes now by the Osage offensive line. They did a fine job of getting holes. And the running backs definitely are very, very good fundamentally at hitting the holes, hitting them hard, keeping the hands of the ball, or hands covering the ball. They did a really good job protecting it. That goes from six yards out. Morris is going to come off here. On to try the old-fashioned point-after attempt. Snap is a little high, but places down. Kick is up. It looks like kick. No good. He is no good. So that kick, no good. That'll make it a 41 to 39. Sorry, a 41 to 32 advantage. Just thinking, there's no plausible way that we could see a nine-point play. However, we've seen three tipped balls get caught. One of which was the third time. It got tipped three times in the year. Morris caught in the end zone for a touchdown. So I've never seen a nine-point play football, but tonight nope. I would say it's possible. I can't think of how that would happen, but I tell you what, that play again, three tips between two players. You know, you've seen the ball tipped from one player to another player, but this was the same two players that fought for it, and each one of them tipped it at least once. And then finally on that fourth, fourth time, grabbed it. So, yeah, hell of a play. We're definitely seeing some. Crazy exciting play, so it's an exciting game going on. Eagles need to do their best here to respond here. Let's see if they can get some some good play calls. Some, like So we have not seen too much of the passing this second half, but it is there. So Sage will tee it up here. As Morris and Bishop deep back to receive. They will try a high-end over-end kick. will drive Bishop back to his five-yard line as he will take it on the far side. Ah. Now cut up the middle. Flag comes in. Most likely it's going to be on Southern Boone. Yeah, holding against us. Well, this makes it more challenging. And the game of how this, how this game's gone tonight with all the crazy tip plays. It just means that there's a little more room to run towards the end zone. 
11.05 left on the clock. So they will back the ball up here. They, they could stop any time from moving that ball back. <laughs> so Southern Boone will. Have it at their own 10-yard line. They will come out here. Evans dropping back at his goal line. Now he's going to tuck it and step up in the pocket. Now trying to dance oh. his way outside. He'll be taken down. High tackle on the shoulders, but throws him out of bounds. Yeah, well done by the Osage. Defensive line that time. Again, this West four, and they did a fine job of getting there, causing some pressure. And then uh, when Evans did get outside, tried to make something happen, uh, 28 did a good job coming up. Looked like for a second he was going to take off a run, but then he looked like he rethought he wanted and did not get beyond the line of scrimmage to make a pass. But good job of the defense that time. I think he was trying to uh, channel his inner Patrick Mahomes there. Yeah. So two receivers on either side of the play. Evans will be in shotgun, dropping back in his own end zone, has some pressure. Now he's going to tuck it and run. He's got the 10-15. He'll be at the 20, steps to the outside. He'll be near the 25-yard line. That's an excellent decision there of him to tuck it and run. Well, you don't see in high school football that you see a lot in college and high school, those defensive ends that take and go the long way around. That's what Osage left uh, ended number 14 was trying to do but when he did that he left a big hole inside where he came from and Evans did an excellent job of uh, using that spot to run run in so he'll take another shotgun snap here rolling here to the near side looking downfield he's going to throw it up a short pass tipped up again that one's going to fall incomplete tried to tip it again was Morris and have the second play on a tipped ball, but it falls incomplete. Yeah, rolled out to the left that time, which, again, he's left hand. That's his strength, but uh, too much pressure that time. And great decision by Evans. Great place to put the ball. He put the ball only where his own guy can get it. And uh, just a little bit too high for him to reach. And good defensive coverage as well, too. Clock stopped. 10.42 left to go here in this fourth quarter. It's a 41-32 score in favor of Osage. As they'll bring everybody in tight here. Evans in shotgun. He'll drop back, looking here on the near side, trying that will route again. It's there. If he can find it, he will throw it up. It'll be short coming back on it as Dapkus, as he became the defender there and knocks it down out of the hands of Vaughn, or that would have been INT number two on the night. Yeah, great job by Dapkus to come back and get the ball. Uh, Thankfully, their quarterback, their safety, did not. But uh, four-man rush again. Uh, Osage is getting a good amount of pressure from just four people. And that allows them to have seven guys back, obviously, and well covered and not much there. So uh, nice play by the defensive line that time. We're trying the wheel route there again. It was there. It just was way down the field. So now they'll have all go routes here. As five wide receivers, as Evans is going to have to roll here to the near side, looking down, as he's going to throw it into the hands. Nice move to get under the tackle for Dapkus. He's across the 40. He'll have the first down. Yeah, not, not nice play. Uh, I think empty back for that time. Had a couple, the two guys on the, on the left-hand side do a little crossing pattern. And a wide open Dapkus was. Evans did a fine job of picking him up. Offensive line did a good job of keeping their blocks for long enough. And nice run by the young sophomore. 
I think the defense was thinking he was going to go out of bounds. He decided to cut it back to the middle of the field and got an extra five to seven yards out of that. So clock rolling near 10 minutes to go here in this ball game. 41-32 score in favor of Osage. Again, five wide receivers. Evans will drop back again, looking near side, has some pressure. He's going to have to step up in the pocket. Throws it to Dapkis again. He's got 12, 13 yards there. He steps out of bounds. Good decision there on his part, I think. Great job off the line. Uh, only had the block three that time. Basically, when the linebacker sees Evans scramble, he's been taught to give pressure on the quarterback. And when he did that, he left a wide open gap. And Dapkis was right there. And Evans did a great job of getting the ball to him. So nice play. Yeah, we're starting to see, you know, some of this uh, homework that Southern Boone has done on Osage starting to play in effect here as they're finding some seams and finding some openings. As they'll have two receivers, twins on either side of the formation here. Again, going right to left, they'll send Morris in motion as they'll pitch it off to him on the end around. Flag is down as Morris will pick up seven yards, eight yards as the pile pushes, but a flag. Back at the 30, sorry, the 44-yard line. Yeah, it's going to get us maybe a bad formation or something. Basically, bring the motion into the, yeah, legal shift. Two people moving at the same time. So, yeah, bringing Dapkus in in motion. And when he comes in motion, he go he gets deeper. And so he's not the jet sweep motion, more of a motion to get back to a, lot, to a tailback. He's down to pitch man. And, uh. It was a nice call. They had substitution in that time. Number five came in for number 14. That's a good good decision to run an option at that defensive end. And it was had a good gain on that, but unfortunately had the two people move at the same time. So got to get everyone set. Got to bring up a first and 15 ball at the 49-yard line. They'll send a man in motion here to the near side. That's Dapkiss. They'll fake the handoff. Rolling here to the near side is Evans looking downfield. Throws it too high to Morris as he is shoved out of bounds. Boy, that was impressive. He takes a tumble and gets up but just casually walks off with the 40-yard marker in his hand. Yeah, nice little motion there. He had Dapkus in short, had Morris in a little bit deeper. Both were wide open. Good job rolling the quarterback to the left to get away from the pass pass rush. Uh, Lyon did a good job. Had a couple guys there, there, but just missed him. So 9.29 left to go here in the ballgame, 41-32 score again in favor of Osage. Five wide receivers again, three bottom, two up top as Evans has pressure, has to roll here to the near side as he will be looking downfield. He's going to double clutch it, throw an interception as it is going to be, well, they say it's a, yep, interception as Morris trying to poke his hands in there and get it as that interception by Grabner, I think. Yeah, by Grabber. So that will turn it back over to the Indians. Yeah, Eagles ran an empty backfield that time. And what the Indians did that time is they blitzed the middle linebacker when they saw the empty backfield. They went to put a little bit of pressure on Evans, which they did, force Evans out to the left. And he was uh, definitely forced that one there. He looked like he was kind of waiting to see what happened. You know, the good news with him is next time he, he has that situation, he'll throw the ball out of bounds because that's what he does. But uh, try to force things right there, and uh, good defensive back coverage there by Grabber. So Vaughn will be in shotgun again here. Ball at the 38-yard line. As Southern Boone looks like they're bringing some heat here. They'll give it to Williams. He'll squirt through. He's on at the 50. Foot race is on 40, 30. He will be taken down at the 25 by McKee. Touchdown saving grab there. What's amazing about that play right there, Coach Garris called it exactly where he wanted the pressure to be. 
He blitzed that seventh guy right where the spot was, but their offensive line, double tight end, so they got seven guys in on the wing. They did a perfect job of getting a helmet on each one of them. And like we said all night tonight, once you get past that first line of defense, there's not much there. And Thunderbug did a fantastic job of running hard through that hole. So clock under nine to go now. It'll be a new set of downs here for Osage as ball is on the 24-yard line of Southern Boone. They'll split grabber way out here down low on the play. As Vaughn will be in shotgun, he'll give it on the far side to Thunderbird as he will have uh, five or six yards on the play. Yeah, just a counter to the left-hand side. Uh, did a good job getting out, getting the end hooked, and got a nice five-yard play on it. That time, the Eagles did not blitz anybody. They stayed in their base four-man line with the two linebackers moved up on the line of scrimmage. So it's to bring up a second and five, ball at the 19-yard line in a 41-32 score in favor of Osage. Clock rolling, eight minutes to go here in regulation. Vaughn will be in shotgun. They'll bring everybody in close, but Grabber up top of the, of the uh, play as they'll give it quick dive through. Short gain there, bring up third down. Yeah, good job by the right-hand side that time. It looked like number 70 did a good job in there. Uh, Kale Nichols did a good job for the senior. That time we blitzed to the left. They ran to their left away from the blitz, and uh, defensive line did a good job of stopping that up. So to bring up third and three here, again, for Osage, they're trying to milk this clock here, not in any real big hurry. They're not taking every second off they could, but not in a real big hurry as Vaughn will be in shotgun, and we just gave him the first down. Yeah, definitely our line's getting a little aggressive here. Good job by the Indians. Looks like they kind of varied up the snap count. We've talked a lot, a lot about that this season, how it's very, very important to vary the snap count. Slows down the defensive linemen, especially when the defensive line is working a little quickly as they have been. That's another one of those mental mistakes they're going to have to look at on film, and we'll look at it and talk about how costly that could be because it was a third down. Now it's a new set of downs, ball at the 12-yard line. Vaughn will be in shotgun, barking out the orders. Everybody gets set. He gets the snap. They hand it to Williams, trying to work the far side. Now cut it back in, hurdles a man. He'll be down near the five, but a flag comes in. Yeah, definitely in the area of a holding, most likely. But still a good gain. Again, they're not doing anything special. They're running in between tackles occasionally they'll try to get outside tackle but uh, for the most part in between tackles just overloading it double tight end wing with his two running backs and that second running back is leading as a fullback as well so just smash mouth power football is what they're running right now yeah it would have been uh, a seven yard gain but that's negated as ball will be of course spot foul as well ball will be backed up to the 22 yard line and clock rolling under seven to go here. And Southern Boone trailing by nine at 41 to 32. Osage will split the huddle here as they'll have a receiver. That's grabber way down low. Vaughn in shotgun. They'll bring up sec- or first and 20 as they'll give it to Thunderbird. He's on the far side. He's dragging wow. people along the way. He's down inside the five as it looked like a one-man wrecking ball there as he was dragging people. He picks up good yardage there. It'll bring up a, a second and very short at the four-yard line. 
Yeah, that time Osage pulled two linemen to the left-hand side trying to get outside and just amazing. Shoot, the 78 didn't even have anyone to block. He basically was in the way of his own player. But uh, this is a fantastic job of overloading. Good job with the blocks. What did he get, what, 20 yards on that play? Yeah, 20 yards on a first and – or 18 yards on a first and 20. So to bring up a second and two now as Vaughn in shotgun there at the four-yard line. He'll get the snap. Flag comes in. Delay a game. Delay a game. So that'll back him up. At this point, it seems like Osage is trying to make it a little harder on themselves. They get the uh, holding penalty and back him up now. A delay a game penalty. So instead of instead of second and two at the four, it'll be second. And seven at the nine. I'll grab her again down low on the play as he split way out here on the near side. Vaughn in shotgun as he will get the snap. He'll give it to Williams trying to work the far side. And he's cut down short, so he picks up a few yards, but it'll bring up third down. Same play from two plays ago where they basically just uh, run power, pull the Number 78 from the right side to the left. He did a good job getting up in there. But the defensive line and linebackers did a good job of blocking up, stopping up the holes. So this will bring up a third and four now. Ball on the six-yard line. So they could get a first down here without getting into the end zone. It's a 41-32 score. This drive, though, eating up the clock as we're under 440 to go here in regulation. As looks like Southern bringing pressure. Thunderbird will get it working the far side. He will be just short of the goal line. Well, he just gets lost down there. Yeah, it's the same play that they've run two or three times now. This uh, coming to be their bread and butter. Just run a power to the left inside. A little bit of a counter action, but not too much. Pull the one or two linemen from the right side to the left and just overpower the left-hand side. So it's going to be first and goal at the one-yard line. And clock rolling 4-13 and counting here. It's a 41-32 score in favor. Play clock. Of Osage. Yep, eight on the clock. So they're trying to milk it for all it's worth. Vaughn will get the snap. He'll give it off. And walking into the end zone is Williams. Straight dive play right up the middle on the right-hand side between center and guard. Did an excellent job. The offensive lineman did a nice big hole. He walked in untouched. So Williams takes it in from one yard out. That extends the Osage lead. As that drive, seven play, 62-yard drive. Looks like they are going to go for two here. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. So Vaughn will be in shotgun. He'll take the snap as he will roll to the near side. Looks like he's looking for the end zone. Oh. He just threw it into the belly of McKee, so yeah, that'll be he would have looked to his inside. He had his tight end, number 81, wide open. He was running a drag route from the left-hand side. And, oh, quarterbacks who don't look for their tight ends. So that two-point conversion, no good. However, it does extend the lead for... Osage at 47-32. We're going to take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage 
to the Moo County football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Well, Southern Boone now back in a hole here as they trail by a score of 47-32 after the one-yard touchdown run by Williams. That comes with just under four minutes to go here in regulation. As ball will be teed up, high end over end kick will be taken by Morris at the 20-yard line. As he works it to the far side, he will be taken down across the 35, so not a bad return there. but Yeah, I think both teams are happy with how that turned out. Uh, if you're Osage with 351 left, you just don't want a, any big play for a touchdown, so pooch it. I think if you're the Eagles, you got, got a decent return to the 35, so I think that's a play where... Both teams are relatively happy with the outcome. So ball on actually spotted at the 36, so give them a little better spot than what we thought. And Southern Boone trails 47-32, 3.51 left on the clock. They've got the twin receivers on either side. In the back field, in the left hip pocket of Evans' is Bowles. Evans will drop back, quick pass off on a little screen to his receiver over there, and that will be good for... About four yards. Yeah, just like you said, quick screen to the right-hand side. Got a, did a good job getting that field. Didn't get out of bounds, though, but uh, that time they only sent four. Their Thunderbuck, their middle linebacker slash running back, looked like he was going to, going to blitz but did not. Just kind of sit back as a spy. So this will actually give him a gain of five. Second and five now, under 320 to go. Evans will send a man in motion. That's... So he gets a pass rolling here to the near side. That's Dapkiss. He Ooh. was in motion, and that passed through his hands. But he might be thankful for that because I think he would have got lit up on the play. He would have. They had three guys that are all over him. So that was probably, you know, wouldn't have gained much, one or two. A little bit of pressure from the backside. That was a called rollout to the left. And uh, just not quite there. Clock stopped. 3.13 left to go in regulation. Southern Boone's got to get a little bit uh, more motion, a little bit hurry here as they trail. Evans has time, drops back, and throws it at the 50. Catch is made by McKee. So he's actually at the 49. His feet were at the 50, but him and the ball were at the 49. Either way, it'll move the chains. Yeah, that's a little button hook comeback route by the receiver. And a good job catching the ball. Quick play here again. It's snapped off to Evans, and that pass airmailed. By his receiver, expected him to cut out. He cut in. Empty backfield that time. Just a kind of quick patterns, trying to work the outside to get the good 5, 10 yards and get the wide receiver out of bounds. Well blocked. Uh, Osage only sent their four guys that time. Uh, Thunderbuck occasionally has a blitz on an empty backfield. We'll see what he does this time. It'll be 2.58 left here. Three receivers on the bottom, two up top. He's going to be coming in with pressure as Evans is just going to throw it up 
and out of bounds as Thunderbrook was bringing the heat to him there. He's got to airmail it, get rid of it. Yeah, empty backfield like we've seen a couple times when they have an empty backfield. Thunderbrook from his middle linebacker position just comes and blitz and tries us to mess things up, and he got back in there really well. They did have an ineligible Flag. man, yeah, ineligible man downfield. And it hit the helmet to the head, though. No? Guess not. It declined. So this will bring up a third and ten. I don't know what play they're calling, but the coaches are grabbing an arrow out of their uh, out of the uh, sheath and trying to shoot it on the field. So whatever that means, as Evans will tuck it himself across the 50, he'll step out after about a five-yard gain. Yeah, just four-man rush that time. Good defensive, good coverage by the defense that time. Everyone was well covered. Evans saw some green real estate and decided to take what he can and got out of bounds, stopped the clock, got what he could. So good yeah. decision. Actually, give him a gain of seven, so it'll be bring up a fourth and three. And that last play, like I said, the coaches were reaching into the quiver over their back and shooting an arrow onto the field. Whatever, I don't know what that means, but hopefully it means <laughs> something to the players as an audible. So five wide receivers now as they split off bowls as Evans looking here on the near side. He's going to have to scramble. He's got some room, though, got some blockers. He's going to tuck it himself, try to pick it up. He'll be cut down wow. at the line of scrimmage, but oh. a flag comes in. They might have got bailed out there. Yeah, Thunderbook did an awesome job to come up and make the tackle on him. Well covered by the secondary. It looked like they are trying to get the ball again to bowls, but they were all over it. Personal and foul. Horse personal collar. foul. Yeah, wow. What a bad break for them. Thunderbrook did a great job of getting on Evans. Good job by Evans to find some space to run, though. He was looking to his left, well covered that time. Got a little pressure, came back to his right, offensive line, picked up a couple key blocks to give him some space. So new set of downs here, ball will be on the 28-yard line. And clock will be wound. It's counting 235 and ticking. 47-32 score in favor of Osage. Evans will be in shotgun, has two receivers on either side. Bowles in his right hip pocket. He'll stay in the block as Evans looks downfield. Now he's just going to sidearm it and somehow threaded the needle in there to his receiver. That was good to Morris as that was a pass, almost looked like a sidearm missile. Yeah. Completes a, it for six yards. It's a three-man rush that time, gave some opportunity. But then the last minute, Dibson came up, and like I said, he just threw a strike right through the right through the couple players. Same formation again this time. He'll have to tuck it, throws it to the end zone, touchdown! As he throws it to the corner, and that is good to McKee. So McKee takes it to the house from 23 yards. Without a tip. Absolutely. Without a tip. So good job by the uh, offensive line of time. I, I saw some... Osage Indian defensive linemen that were moving a little bit slower. Looked like they were getting gassed. And Evans did a good job of getting outside, did a good job of getting his shoulders turned like he does so well when he moves to his right and puts the pass right in the perfect spot. They will come on. Salter will come on to try the PAT. And snap is down. Kick is up. And kick is good as Salter adds that. It's now 
A 47-39 score. I think we'll just keep it right here because we don't want to miss the kickoff because I don't have to give you but uh, <laughs> one guess what we're going to see. Yeah, definitely an onside kick. We have three or four different types of onside kicks, some coming from our right side, which is you know some coming from the left. Sometimes the ball's teed up. Sometimes it's been popped up in the air. We saw that early tonight that was just perfectly placed but unfortunately didn't bounce the right way. We've seen them lay the ball on its side on the ground and get a little squib that way. So certainly have some different ways that we can get the onside kick down. So there's a good chance the ball tonight a couple different times has been there for us to grab. Well, now is as good a time as any to get that recovery of an onside kick. They've been unsuccessful so far, but you know what? I think now is about the best time they would need it, if possible. Salter. Start with the ball teed up this time. We'll tee it up, normally tee it up. He's going to come from his natural position from the left side going to the right. That's natural for a right-handed, right-legged kicker. So Salter will approach it from about five yards back. He'll boot it and a whistle, and I think we oh. had somebody offside. That, that looked pretty promising. That looked really promising. Now, there is a philosophy in some of these onside kick that if you actually can run past it and then set up the wall, you block. Yeah. The other team from getting it. So Southern Boone will be flagged here. 11th penalty of the game that's been accepted on them, so they'll have to back it up. So we'll see if they can come up with the magic here as Osage does bring everybody up. Looks like they're going to try the same play. So that one is going to be a bounce, and it's on the turf. Looks like Osage is able to fall on it. Yeah, went right to the Osage player. All he had to do was bend over and cover it. So, uh, yeah. All right, defense. We got three timeouts. I would not expect them to do anything fancy. I expect them to be their bread and butter a couple times running to the left to their strong side strength of the formation. Probably pulling at least one offensive lineman from the right to left. I expect that to kind of be run a couple times here. A minute 52 on the clock, 47-39 score in favor of Osage. Vaughn will be in shotgun. Southern Boone's going to bring some pressure. They'll give it off to Williams as he will be stacked up. He'll get maybe a four-yard gain. Yeah. They pulled over 78 from the right to the left. Uh, the Carter's playing very, very well today. But uh, didn't run it quite outside more out off a guard. But a good job by the defense to keep it to a three-yard gain. First time out of the half called for Southern Boone. Comes with 147 left to go here in this fourth quarter. Again, Southern Boone trails by eight at 47-39. That was why they were going for two points on the last Osage score to try to make it greater than an eight-point lead if Southern Boone were to score and make it that two-possession game as it is. They can find a way to get the ball back. They could march downfield, score, and they'd have to get the two-point conversion to tie it up. Well, we need our defensive line to shed their blockers and 
get some penetration and uh, make sure they wrap up because, again, these running backs all night have shown a really good tendency to hit the hole hard. They keep their feet moving. They keep both hands of the ball. So a uh, pretty sound fundamental team we have here in the Osage Indians. So minute 47 left to go here. A second and seven now. Ball at the 42-yard line. Vaughn will bark out the orders. Now they'll look over, and Osage has got to call a timeout. I think they were expecting to maybe try to draw Southern Boone off there. And the clock was getting down. Not sure what they were doing there. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? That's second and seven here is uh, they will try some misdirection. Funderburg oh. has it, squirts out. He's going to be into the end zone as he will dance into the end zone from 42 yards out. Yep. That will pretty much be the final nail right there. Yeah, the bread and butter play the second half. Pull two offensive linemen right to left. 78 is usually one of them. He does a good job getting up into the hole. And offensive line, including the tight end, I'm going to give him some love. Number 81, got to like that number. Did a good job of getting up to the hole. He's been blocking well all night. Ryan King, six foot three, seniors done a really good job for the Osage Indians as a blocker as well. And could have had a touchdown earlier, but it's our two-point conversion. Two-point conversion is good. Or sorry, the uh, PAT was good. Yeah, <laughs> see, you got me thinking about that. I got you all messed up. PAT is good. That score comes with a minute and 39 left to go here in this fourth quarter as it's a 42-yard touchdown scamper by Funderburk. Makes it a 54-39 score. Well, you have to be very impressed with what you see from the Osage Indians. Like Coach Ross said in the pregame, they don't do a lot of things. They do they do a few things. They do it very, very well. They know who they are. They are a running team. They run 85% of the time. They double tight ends. Wing back, usually just a single token wide receiver. <laughs> uh, yep. Don't do much with him. Uh, and they just run the ball hard. Great line play by the School of the Osage offense and defense tonight. Definitely one of the better lines we've gone up against this uh, year, this season. And uh, as a former lineman, line coach myself, I'd love to see that. So 139 left on the clock. Again, 54-39 score in favor of Osage as they will tee it up. There is the kick. A uh, squib kick will be taken at about the 35 by one of the up men. Nice job to 
elude some traffic taken down across the 40 there. Who are we calling for the first? Oh, Hunter. Good job, Hunter Ulrich. Yeah, very good job there. Good he job put two sophomore. hands on yeah. it, too. Ulrich, the sophomore, six foot 160 pound sophomore. Well, he looked like he'd been doing that his whole his whole life. Yeah. So it'll be at the 43-yard line for Southern Boone, their own 43, as they'll send a man in motion. That's Dampkiss. They'll have two receivers on either side. Evans drops back now, step up in the pocket, has five yards, looking for more, looking for the first down. He will get 11 yards, move the chains. Yeah, that time Osage sent five. And it wasn't the middle linebacker. It was the outside linebacker from the right-hand side. And uh, the Eagles offensive line has not been used to that and a little bit of pressure on Evans. And he just decided, well, I'll just go straight up the middle and I'll find me some real estate to the right side and got out of bounds. First down, stops the clock. Good job. He knew exactly where he needed to get to as well. So he'll drop back as that pass is going to be knocked out of bounds. Thunder Burke. They were doing the wheel route again looking for Bowles, and Funderburk read it all the way and swats that into the sidelines on the far side. Yeah, that's been well covered the last three times they've tried to run that. The the one time where they did get some gain was when Evans couldn't throw initially because he had pressure and was able to find Bowles as Bowles kept on running downfield. So I think Osage has that play figured out pretty well. So a minute and 21 left here in regulation. 54-39 score, quick pass off as it's tipped again and into the hands of Dapkis. He's trying to work to the far side. He'll do all that work, pick up one yard. Yeah, it's a lot of work for one yard to get out of bounds, stop the clock, but uh, only rush four. Did a good job of stopping briefly and quick pass, trying to get the running back wide receiver in the flat and to get him out of bounds and hopefully try to make a player or two miss. Well, they say he had no gain on the play, so did all that work for not. But like you said, most importantly, he did get out of bounds. So that stops the clock. A minute 15 left as Bowles will be in the backfield with Evans. He'll have two receivers up top. They'll go downfield. As rolling to the far side is Evans. He's going to throw it up oh. and off the hands of Jennings as he had to leap for it and couldn't come down with it. Well, that time they sent the house, Osage did. They sent six, and uh, we had a called rollout to the right. Beautiful play call at the right time. So that negated pretty much their, their pass rush. And since they brought a couple linebackers in, the middle of the field was wide open. So Jennings was wide open, and Evans just missed him. Just missed him, but uh, certainly it was wide open there. A little too tall for him. So let's bring up a fourth and ten now. Clock stopped. A minute and eight seconds left. Five on the play clock. Evans will get the shotgun snap. Thunderbird's going to come through blitzing. Evans has to roll now to the near side. He's going to have to get rid of it. He does so to his back in bowls. He'll pick up the first down as he picked up 12 yards, needed 10. Yeah, nice job. Like you said, uh, that time since the clock was getting low, uh, Thunderbird just knew there wasn't a lot of time, so he just timed it perfectly. But... Evans did a good ropey doke, okie doke, whatever you want to call it, to the one side and decided to move back to the left and did a good job finding Bowles downfield. And Bowles did a good job. Instead of going out of bounds, he knew he had more green space in the middle of the field, and that's what allowed him to get the first down. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. If he goes out of bounds, he stops the clock, but he's for not because he's short of the first down to be a turnover on downs. He cuts back inside. He's got a chance to pick up the first down, which he did, but it keeps the clock rolling. So second timeout called comes with 57.1 seconds left here. Again, Osage 54, Southern Boone 39. As uh, after the game is over, we'll get into our postgame show. Mike will work on getting some scores from around the area. Our halftime scores, there were some rather interesting scores, some games that uh, were maybe going to be in upset mode. As uh, kind of curious to see how some of those ended up. So ball again on the 34-yard line. Southern Boone trails 54-39. They do have the football here. But clock is working against them. 57.1 seconds left to go here in regulation. As in shotgun will be Evans. They'll have a whole lot of receiver traffic up top. They'll fake the handoff. He has pressure. He's got to get rid of it. Does so into the hands of Dapkis, and he will be ridden out of bounds. They say he got out. He did barely, but he's going to lose yardage. What a great play by Osage, great call, sent some blitz, some blitz that time. Evans did a good job of getting rid of it with the pressure and an excellent job by number five on defense to come up and wrap up to cause the five-yard loss. I thought he almost for a second was going to keep him in bounds. 49.6 seconds left, five receivers. Evans drops back. Now he's going to have to roll here to the near side, flush out of the pocket, has three, broke some ankles there as he will step out of bounds. Boy, he made uh, one of the defenders. He gets up limping his he juked him out of his shoes almost. No, you you may right. He, he broke two ankles on that guy. Basically, he got a little bit of pressure for the right-hand side. He rolled out to the left, did a little juke move to uh, really – I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> I feel sorry for the guy. He just juked him and, and was able to get out of bounds and get, get a couple yards. So, pass, good pressure from the Osage Indians. Um and Evans did a good job of making the best out of it. So three receivers up top, two down low. As dropping back is Evans looking for the end zone, throws it up for Morris. It'll be intercepted at the one-yard line. Yeah, great defensive play by Graber. Graber did a good job. Uh, had plenty of time. His offensive line did a good job, giving plenty of room. Um, thinking maybe he might have been a little bit tired and he didn't get enough air underneath that because uh, had him for a brief moment, but... Graber being all 6-1, was able to overcome that. and uh, Yeah, double coverage there, was trying to feed it through and just didn't quite get enough underneath it, but I think you're right. I think he's he's played a heck of a game and nothing to be ashamed about on his effort tonight. It's He has left it all out on the field and just didn't quite get enough under that pass. 34.4 seconds left as Osage will take over. At their own one-yard line. Now this is an interesting conundrum because they do have to try to get some forward progress here. As up under center will be Vaughn, and they will push forward, and he'll gain a couple Still yards. A timeout left, I guess. See what I call it? Yeah. All right, one more play. So their boot's going to make them earn this victory here. Not that they didn't already, but make them... Run one more play here if they call the timeout. That's all three timeouts used up for Southern Moon. Just one timeout here in the second half for Osage. 27 
.0 seconds left here in regulation. 54-39 the score in favor of Osage. For all intents and purposes, I think. It should be. They got enough room. They can even just kneel down. Yeah, Take for all knee. intents and purposes, I think Osage is going to get the win. They'd move on to 5-3 and three on the season for Southern Boone. They would fall to 500 at 4-4. Four and four. As Vaughn will go up under center. Second and eight here. He's up under center. He will take the snap. And he will take the knee. And now the clock should continue to roll down as it does as... Yep, that's the game. That will continue to roll down 10 seconds on the clock. As Southern Boone unable to stop the clock, it rolls down 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. And that makes it a final as Osage 54, Southern Boone 39. As Osage moves to 5 and 3 on the season, Southern Boone falls to 4 and 4 on the season. As we're going to take a quick break and get into a post-game show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business this is the southern boone county eagles post game show on the exclusive home for eagles football the show me sports network the show me sports network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the eagles exclusive post game coverage of southern boone county eagles football is brought to you by avon with michelle carty boone county journal centurion cares eddie goodell society Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. 
You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. We have a tough night for the Southern Boone County Eagles as they drop the contest to the Osage Indians by a final of 54-39. Our ball game saw 93 points scored between the two teams. I was just thinking... I can't tell you the last time I uh, I did a game where 93 points were put up on the board outside of, obviously, a basketball game. Uh, don't know the last time I did a football game where there were that many points put up. If uh, It's been, been a long time. But the uh, win goes in favor of the Osage Indians. They move to 5-3 and three on the season. For Southern Boone, they drop to 500 at 4-4 four and four on the season. Again, this contest tonight here at Tri-County Conference matchup between these two teams class three district six for osage class three district five for southern boone as uh for our game we'll get into our scoring summary as uh osage got it started off first as a seven yard touchdown run by funderburk the uh pat was good that was a seven to nothing osage lead with 547 left to go in the first quarter that was a seven play 54-yard drive. Then Southern Boone would score on the uh, very next drive after a great return, set them up at the two-yard line, and a first play goes in for a two-yard touchdown run by Evans. The uh, PAT by Salter was no good. That was a one-play two-yard drive. That came just 17 seconds to answer the uh, touchdown by Osage. That left 5.30 on the clock in the first quarter. That made it a 7-6 Osage lead. Then Osage would score again on a 15-yard touchdown run. This by Vaughn. The uh, PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 53-yard drive. Came with 153 left to go in the first quarter. That took our score to a 14-6 lead for Osage. We ended the first quarter with that score. Then Osage would score in the uh, second quarter, this time on a six-yard touchdown run by Williams. PAT was good, four-play, 62-yard drive. That made it a uh, 21-6 ball game with 9.30 left to go in the second quarter. Then Southern Boone would answer back on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Dapkis. The two-point conversion was no good. That was a five-play, 47-yard drive. Came with a minute, or sorry, that... Uh, came with a minute and 59. Yeah, minute 59 left on the clock in the first half. That made it a 21-12 score. Then Osage would score on an 18-yard touchdown pass from Vaughn to Grabber. Two-point conversion was, sorry, the uh, PAT was good on that one. Four-play, 44-yard drive. That just took 59 seconds off the clock. Left one minute to go in the first half. That was a 28-12 score. Then Southern Boone would answer back with a 21-yard touchdown pass from Evans to uh, Dampkis. The uh, two-point conversion was no good. That was a six-play, 57-yard drive. That came with 4.2 seconds left to go in the first half. So what took uh, Osage 59 seconds to score? Southern Boone did it in 55.8 seconds. That made it a 28-18 score. That would take us to halftime. Then Osage would come out and score on a 31-yard touchdown run by Thunderbird. PAT was good. That was a three-play, 37-yard drive. That came with 10-12 left to go in the third quarter and made it a 35-18 score in favor of Osage. And Southern Boone would score on a 46-yard touchdown pass 
from Evans to McKee. PAT was good by Salter. That was a three-play, 50-yard drive. That came with 9-11 left to go in the third quarter. That cut the lead to 10 at 35-25. Then Southern Boone would score again, this time on a 25-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris. It was the triple tip pass as it was tipped three times before Morris was able to come down with it in the end zone. PAT by Salter was good. That was a five-play, 66-yard drive. That came with 5.09 left in the third quarter. That cut it to a three-point game at 35-32. That score would take us to the end of the third quarter. Then Osage would score on a six-yard touchdown run by Williams. PAT was no good. That was an 11-play, 71-yard drive. That came with 11-12 left to go in the fourth quarter. That extended the lead to 41-32. Then Osage would score. This time on a one-yard touchdown run by Williams. PAT was no good. That was a seven-play, 62-yard drive. As that came with 3.57 left to go in the fourth quarter. That made it 47-32. to Then Southern Boone would score on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Evans to McKee. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a nine-play, 62 or 64-yard drive. That was with 154 left to go in the fourth quarter. That cut the lead, 47 to 39. Osage and Osage would score once again on a 42-yard touchdown run by Funderburk. The uh, PAT was good. That was a two-play, 45-yard drive. That came with a minute 39 left to go in the fourth quarter. That gave a score, uh, 54 to 39, which is where we ended at as. Uh, as I said, 93 points put up on the board, so a lot of scoring between the two teams. However, the final score sits in the advantage of Osage as they win 54 to 39. They move to five and three on the season for Southern Moon. They drop to four and four at 500 on the year. Mike's been uh, working hard over there getting some scores for us. Mike, you got some uh, final scores? Yeah, we got some got some really good scores. Let's start off with the. Kind of the big one, Versailles gets their first win of the season. They beat Boonville 21-20. to mm. Good job for the Tigers of Versailles. Moberly did beat Mexico 28-14. to California Pintos won 62-21 over Eldon, 42-0 Kirksville over Fulton. Um, Hannibal beat Marshall 59 to 14. Blair Oaks beat Hallsville 55 to 0. Rockbridge also blanked Hickman 49 to nothing. Battle in Jeff City Jays are in overtime, tied at 41 apiece. Capital City, the Cavaliers won 49 to 6 over Truman Patriots. Helias 45, Sedalia 21. Odessa holds on for a one-point win over Chillicothe, 36-35. Harrisburg, 30-24 over Fayette. A good battle of five and two teams. Centralia decided to blank the South Shelby Cardinals in the second half, and they won 28-12. The Sherwood marksmen handle the Russellville Indians, their first loss of the year, 58-41. And down in Camerton, the Lakers beat the Yellow Jackets 11-45-28. Camden remains 8-0. And undefeated with the their coach's last season with his son at quarterback. That would be the 
second coach shore in camden his father of course is in the hall of fame in the state of missouri for leading what he did so some interesting uh interesting uh scores there let me see if we get any updated uh, class districts here that's t really going to mess things up mobley's going to be on top with their win so a uh, good job for mobley there that was uh Kind of a surprising to see there. I thought Mexico was going to hang on. So, like we thought, this district didn't have any powers. Yeah, didn't have any. Didn't have runners. any very strong teams. That's a lot of teams that were oh, I don't know, all about the same. And uh, outside of Fulton, that's sure, that's shown. Well, Eldon's kind of tapered off here to the end. So, let's see if we have any updated district standing to this point but uh yeah, definitely some scores in there that are surprising some scores that are not so surprising but uh yeah it's uh like i said in, in the pregame conversation and we talked about a little bit off air that uh there's a whole lot of football left to be played and despite now one regular season game left but you know we, we cut that number of games remaining in half but there's still a lot of football left to be played and a lot of things to uh, to settle up before we know exactly what districts is going to look like. As uh, yeah, and there's no front runner in the uh, district when we started. Had some uh, some thoughts of who might be near the top of the pack, but the log jam in the middle I think just got a whole lot tighter. Yeah, well, Moberly's going to be in first place, no doubt there. Boonville, Mexico. Oh man, uh, it's still going to be up in the air. Mexico's going to be three and five. We're going to be four and four. Boonville's four and four. We got to play Blair Oaks next. Um, it, it goes without saying that we're going to be playing our best game of the season and hope for some uh, some luck to come our way against that one because Blair Oaks is just a phenomenal program. We know that. So certainly Moberly looks to be in the driver's seat right now. Uh, they still have a game, I believe, left with uh, Jefferson City who is not the Jefferson City of old, as we have seen this year. Yeah, definitely some, you know, interesting uh, interesting things still to be seen as, as uh, you know, unfortunately for Southern Boone, they knew what they needed to do tonight to help their cause, and that's get the win, and they came up just uh, short. But i got to say I liked the things I saw. We knew coming in they had uh, several key injuries, had four of their uh, big-time starters that were injured mostly upperclassmen starters too and you know for the most part the most part they did a pretty good job filling those spots for the most part and uh i mean you know i, I say that but uh they, they did a great job stepping in especially with having not a lot yeah, of time to I prepare mean, not having taylor plays both ways not having ash plays both ways not having Inslee, who plays every single play on defense. Not having Taylor Mange, who plays every single plays on defense. Just so you take, you lost three of your four linebackers right there. And certainly, Manuel, Manuel's good to have him back healthy. He looked really good out there, made some nice tackles for some good plays. Bowles had to play both through Ironman both ways, getting a lot of hitting. He'll be sore tomorrow. But yeah, some some uh, young men stepped up and played pretty well. But you got to be impressed with School of the Osage. I mean, to start out 0-3 like they did, and to turn it on. And, you know, Coach Jolly, he's he's been he's a well-experienced coach. He's had success at a lot of different stops, including over at Eldon, 
and uh, he's just a, just a good, sound coach, and they looked really good, didn't do anything special. This, they ran that bread-and-butter play, counter-play pull on their guards from the right to the left numerous times, and it worked out well. Their running backs hit the ball hard, well-coached, very fundamentally strong team. I'm interested to see what they're going to do the rest of the season. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, certainly we're going to have to lick our chops, lick our wounds pretty quickly, and we got uh, the bad boys of Blue Oaks coming to town next week for homecoming, I believe. No, not homecoming. That would be senior night. Senior night. But still, um, you know, Blue Oaks, their fans travel well. So make sure we get there, fill our seats so we don't have to see that ugly green too too much in the play. Well, I guess they'll be in white. But uh, anyway. Yeah, just, you know, this, uh, again, I feel like a broken record. That I don't think the the spread on the scoreboard shows just how tough of a fought game it was. Um, kind of like we we had talked in the pregame with with Coach Ross about. He mentioned how hard the yards were earned last week. Very much this week, hard earned yards. And uh, but I like the new wrinkle in the passing game of the uh, tipped balls now. <laughs> so three times they had balls tipped, two of which resulted in touchdowns, where uh, it was tipped and. And uh, two of them were caught by another person who was not the tip, the tipper or the tippy. I guess you, I don't know if not it'd be sure tipper or tippy. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, Morris sticking with that in the end zone, tipped three times to come down with it for a touchdown. That's also something I really liked about their uh, effort tonight. Again, they've not given up all season despite having some odds stacked against them. But there, when uh, when they gave up the touchdown there in the third quarter, they could have easily said, "Well, just not our night." Not our, not our, uh, you know, not our game. But they stayed with it and they cut that lead down to three again before it was busted open uh, yeah. to the advantage it is here. But they they stayed with that. Well, I want to give a shout out to a couple seniors who have been practicing for years and, and got a lot of playing time tonight that we normally don't call their names. But Kale Nichols played an awful lot on defense as a nose tackle opposite uh, Noah Rice. He did a good job out there. Owen Volk got to play a lot on offense as uh, he played on the left-hand side, and they moved, uh, let's see, Jonah Wall into uh, left guard. That allowed Dylan Isles to take a little bit of break and just play defense. I know he's been, uh, hasn't been 100%, but trying to nurse a small injury that keeps on kind of bugging him a little bit. But good job by those guys. Great job by, you know, Brady Dabkus. Definitely yes. carrying the family name well. For those who have been around for a while, you know his older brother Blake was an absolute football star for the Eagles for, I know he was All-State at least two years, if not maybe even three, but certainly good player. Responded very, very well, getting a lot of play time. So definitely got some, got some players in with some key playing time up against a really good team that we really need to play very, very well. And uh, we saw today that the ball does bounce in some strange ways, and we're tipped in some strange ways. So absolutely, well, don't remember this as the tip game, and and I've never, like I said, first time I've ever seen a ball tip three times. Yeah, triple tip between two players. It was a pleasure to call. I think that's going to wrap up our broadcast though for tonight. As uh, for Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasway for the Show Me Sports Network. As we will have football again next Friday night, Blair Oaks will come to town. As we'll be in Ashland, we'll have pregame started about 6:30 with kickoff set for 7 o'clock. We'll also have softball on tomorrow 
is uh, we had a busy schedule, softball on Monday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, last night, and then, uh, of course, football tonight and softball tomorrow as that's the uh, Class 3 District 4 softball championship game has Centralia taken on Father Tolton. We'll have the call of that game here on the Show Me Sports Network pregame. We'll start about uh, 10.50 with first pitch at 11 o'clock from Centralia. So whether we talk to you then or we talk to you next Friday, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.